Welcome to the Ketchup Show. It's the Ketchup Show where we can talk about anything that we want. Anything that we want. Anything that we want. What's up? What's up? Oh my god. Nothing. I'm so full. I'm so full of Burger King uh, and I hate it. I got uh, a Whopper meal and uh, they only had chicken nuggets for a dollar. Oh, no. An eight-piece spicy nugget. Oh, no. Eight pieces for one dollar? Yeah, you get eight pieces for one dollar. That is insane. I didn't know they had spicy nuggets. They just got them. Yum. I don't like Sounds that I know that. Good. Did uh, you like them? Yeah, they weren't bad. I have a, I have a PSA in the form of a, a parodied song. Are you gonna sing it? Yeah. Right now. Well, I can if you want. Yeah. You want, you want to hear it? <laughs> oh, I was gonna like find a little piano noise, but uh, I forgot. What do you so mean a little p- piano noise? That I could play in the background. Ding ding. I don't have anything to help you. That's okay. I'll just have the acapella. It. It's short. All right. It's short. Do you it's want sweet. me to go ding, 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 ding? No, no. Oh. You know what? If anything, I'll just have you edit it after the fact. Yeah. All right. So, um, yes. So I've I've created a PSA in the form of a parodied song. I think you will know where the song has come from when I am done. Are you ready? Do it. I'm nervous. Okay. The best time to wear a mask is all the time. One that covers your mouth and nose. That's the kind. Comes when you're wearing. I'm going to have to stop you. I can't. You don't spread COVID to others. Thank you. <sighs> Did you like it? No. Why? I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. It was just a lot of, a lot of noises. There was a lot of. It seemed like it was a little hard to sing. It is a little hard to sing. Wow. <laughs> the best part, though, is that you interrupted me once SpongeBob starts getting interrupted during his song, which is the funniest thing. Was that your goal? Like, stop. Stop. We hate it. It's terrible. Was that? No. No, it wasn't. Oh, wow. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm about the same as the fish. I can't. That's I can't really do it. <laughs> it's like played out exactly how it does in the episode. Well, maybe SpongeBob predicts everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Well, I worked really hard on it, so whatever. Okay. Well, um, I didn't like it, but I appreciated the effort, and I can tell that you worked very hard on it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I uh, guess it's kind of like training. Like, what do you do? What do you do when you're a parent and you go to like your child's play? Yeah. And they just fucking suck. 
Oh no, you love it. You actually probably genuinely love it, and then like you're just really proud of them. I don't know. It's like even if Phoebe doesn't really like perform well on her walk, I'm still proud of her. You know. Yeah, I guess like on on one on one, I think that the level that I would operate on is the one that is like, whoa, I made that, and that thing is singing now. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you're just proud of them, just like they're, you know, brave, being brave, and yeah, you might not think they did great, like performance-wise, but you're just proud of them. They come up to you, they're like, they're just like, Dad, Dad, are you proud of me? And I'd be like, Yeah, was it good? And I would be like, No, (laughs) (laughs) no, it sucked. (laughs) No, you fucking sucked, but I'm so proud of you. Because you're so brave. Wow. I'm so so proud of you for being brave enough to go up there and suck. I think that's exactly (laughs) how I would word it. That'd be so mean, though. Oh, yeah. You probably shouldn't. That could be damaging, you know? You got to build them up, you know? Uh, Yeah. I think on, like, a competitive level, I don't think I would. I think that I I would make them earn their keep. But, uh, yeah, I think hype. I'm definitely a hype man. I would be my kid's hype man. I'd be like, yeah, you did it. That's awesome. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe when they get older, I'd be like, I'm proud of you, but you really sucked. <laughs> you know, you really sucked. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. Dude, BB is hungry. And I already fed her twice. You can't have any more food. Wow, me and BB are gaining weight. She's looking at me like, Mama, I'm so hungry. I actually went, when I went to the uh, the walk-in clinic today, um, I was actually down like three pounds. Dang. Like the what? last, it's probably because I haven't been working out, dude. Oh, that's true. You're losing that muscle. Yeah. Not great. But I just had to like guess how much I weigh. I don't know how much <sighs> I weigh at all. It's all just a guess. 14 pounds. I, I hope I'm right. <laughs> yeah. I just like can't reach for things. You'll get there. <sighs> yeah. Good time. Oh, that hurts so bad. Uh, but well, yeah, I mean, there's no clicking or anything. Um, good. So I don't think I busted anything. What did the doctor say? Did did they sound concerned? No, and I think it was because I was moving it. Like I have, okay. I have specific movements. I'm just limited in that movement, so nothing's like terribly broken. I don't think I'll need like a cast, but mm-hmm. I probably have some kind of deep bruised tendon. If you're listening, you don't know the context, but uh, I took a pretty wicked dive and paintball this past weekend and messed my shoulder up. So lucky it's not dislocated, but I cannot move my arm a lot. Yeah, it's freaky. Freaky Friday. Yeah, and I'm just not used to the inconvenience. I'm just a big baby. Yeah, that's true. You kind of do like kind of baby yourself about stuff, but yeah, dude. If I get sick, I'll beat myself. <laughs> I just I don't like being uh, that kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, what's well, like me? Like I don't like the feeling of like. Well, this doesn't happen anymore because I don't wear jeans like that. But like when you would wear jeans that like weren't skinny jeans, and like the bottom of them would get wet. I Ugh. didn't like that feeling. No. I just, I didn't like it. It was really uncomfortable and it really affected my mood whenever it happened. Yeah. It's like a sensory thing. Yeah. I remember having jeans like that. I just wore like baggier jeans 
and yeah, only the heels would rip out, and then they'd get all like stripey, <sighs> and then like muddy and wet, and yeah. then just like whip back up onto your calf. So uncomfortable. Disgusting. Yeah, not fun. I wear girl jeans. I don't care. Won't get any water in my calf, bro. <laughs> yeah, boy. So I got some news for you today. Send it. Just a couple things. I tried not to make it too long because I think I did a lot last week. Or make last it good time. news. We need some good news. Yeah, I got some good stuff. Uh, some interesting stuff. Uh, pretty short clips. Um, that's been too crazy. So, uh, you ready? Let's do it. Send it. Send news. So the first thing I have to say, which actually this probably isn't like surprising to anyone, but um, farmers are having like a pretty hard time right now, not because like they're facing hardships or because they're getting too many orders, but because they don't know, like they, they're living in this world of like, they don't know how much product they need to be producing and they're running into problems where they're making a delivery and they show up and either they drop the product off or one and they don't notice they leave and they get a call later or they drop the product off and they notice that the, the, the restaurant is closed suddenly because restaurants are closing pretty quickly. If oh, like so they don't have time to tell COVID. them. Yeah. And sometimes they forget to tell them they forget they have a delivery coming and so that product gets wasted and they're like we don't even know we don't even know we're just blindly if we if we don't you know get enough eggs and all these people need eggs we're not gonna have enough but if we make too many then we have all these wasted eggs and it's just like this really hard they're going through some pretty tough times right now and it's sad and there's not really a solution to it I mean, people just get better at communication, but then I understand yeah. that that doesn't really prevent you from making the product and growing the product. Yeah, it's like both. There's like two problems. Yeah. But I they mean, they can't even make predictions about what they'll need, you know, next year and stuff for their crop. And yeah, yeah, I guess that. I mean, this is gonna fuck up a lot of shit, dude. But maybe there's yeah. something in like, I don't know. They they do. There should be a space where like these farmers can like auction off they canceled order to make yeah, money like well, now yeah which would be good yeah but the, one person was like yeah i dropped off eggs and i got a call hours later from the landlord that that business had closed and i had to go pick them up so i didn't get money off of them and i couldn't use the product it was wasted oh eggs, which yeah. is kind of sad that is very sad uh, and like this other farmer said, she just has to check like Instagram and stuff before she makes a delivery to make sure the the restaurant isn't closed. It's huh. real weird, weird times. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, definitely communication would help, but also it's just like weird, sad. Something I didn't even think about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's a ton of shit like that, like the, the, the supply chains and stuff that you don't really think about. But yeah, yeah I, I would assume... Um, yeah, that sucks about wasting the product, but yeah, yeah. I wonder if someone's going to come up with something like that, like the little, like, I don't know, even get it at like 75% off. Cause I wonder if like mm-hmm. they couldn't use the eggs because of like restaurant health codes or they mm-hmm. couldn't use the eggs because they were actually bad. 
Yeah. I mean, if yeah, if the true. eggs are sitting out like under the sun for like hours, like straight up beating down on them, I get it. But then there's like there's places like overseas and stuff that just leave eggs out for like a, like a few days. Well, it all depends if they're like like pasteurized or not. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, yeah. There's gotta be some sort of something. But I just thought that was interesting. A look from the other side. You don't think about. Dude, that'd be a good that'd be a good app for like DoorDash and shit. Like if if people cancel their order before it gets to their house. Mm-hmm. Oh it's yeah. Like yo, I got this. I mean, that's kind of gross. Like, yo, you, you don't really you know. But you want this for the cheap? Yo, get a twelve dollar meal. <laughs> you don't know what it is for six dollars. <laughs> Dude, fuck it. If I was <laughs> if I was broke as hell, like I would I would definitely do that. If I was like a college student, I'd take a chance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, so, good luck, farmers. Um, yeah, good luck, farmers. I'm sorry that's just happening. All right, number two is um, White Castle is testing out a, a burger-flipping robot, and its name is Fl- Flippy. And they're going to test it out in a Chicago store in September. Why not Columbus? They're from Columbus. I don't know. And they're working with a tech company in California called Miso Robotics. Oh, I think Miso Robotics does, uh, I think they piloted some kind of pizza, like autonomous pizza robot mobile. (laughs) For real? Yeah. And like, so White Castle is saying like their reasoning behind it is they're like, it's really accurate and it has like thermal temperature sensors so your meat will never be raw and like blah 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 blah. it's safer there's no humans like breathing on your food but they don't like address the fact that like jobs are going to be taken away because a of lot it. of jobs will be taken <laughs> away a ton of like, jobs imagine you go into a white castle and you just order on a screen and then the robots bring you your food yeah i mean think about like and there's like one person in there making sure everything's cool yeah maybe that the robots aren't taking over yeah they threw onions on my face and then they ran out (laughs) um yeah dude i think i wonder if companies are going to use this as kind of an excuse because a lot of people were pushing like um like higher minimum wage and stuff Mm -hmm. and that's when they started those kiosks at like mcdonald's and stuff which i fucking hate but I wonder mm-hmm. if this is going to, like, give people the excuse to be, like, um, you know, robots, all that, like, robot cooks, yeah, all that stuff, like more kiosks. Yeah. yeah, and, like, I mean, I guess in the sterile future, which is going to happen, like, it's just going to, that's going to be the argument is, like, it's no, it's, there's no human-to-human contact. Yeah, which is weird. I don't like that. No. Seems seems freaky. Yeah. I like that they named him Flippy though. I don't. I think that's weird because if you look like maybe like 70 years into the future and yeah. Flippy's still around and he starts the AI revolution in history books and shit, they're going to be like and it all started with the grand master robot that started to like understand it was a human and his name was flippy he's like my name's not flippy yeah like wouldn't you want to have a more badass name if you were like (laughs) the pivot in in history like i don't know even flip bot like 609 would be 
like more badass than Flippy. <laughs> True. True. Huh. Uh, but we, so we watched, um, you know, how we watched like that Wendy's training video. Yes. And there was a song about how to flip the patties. It was like a very specific <laughs> process. Yeah. It actually seemed kind of hard. I myself would have felt a little bit of anxiety having to get grill training at Wendy's because it it's a real process. I'm going to break and something Flippy's down to you. going to be on it. I'm going to break something down to you. I asked my Tell dad me. about uh, those training videos because my dad yeah. worked at McDonald's and he worked at Wendy's. Oh, shoot. And uh, I asked him, I was like, you know, we found this old, uh, we found this old training video for Wendy's like, and it was really kooky and it told yeah. you and like he started laughing so i was like oh he did he totally watched it but he never watched the training video they never sat him down he said mcdonald's oh. they did but um he was like uh they were basically just like get the fucking work you know how to flip a hamburger <laughs> you're like born knowing how to do that oh i wonder if I wonder who watches it then. Yeah, Maybe I think the I think they're yes, and I think they're supposed to show it to new hires. Got it. But in reality, you're working at a fast food place. Does anybody really have the time to sit you down? I no. think I think when I when I worked at McDonald's for like two weeks, yeah. I think they did show me a video. Oh, for real? Yes. Cool. Yeah. We did a ton of training at a uh, when I worked at um. Mitchell's my three letter my three letter retail store tons of training oh yeah um, I mean I feel like you need you need that yeah there. it was important I felt like that's what I liked about working there is I liked all the training but um because it kept people everyone knew what was going on compared yeah. to other places I'd been but I don't know man if I if it was 1983 and somebody was no no that had to be like 87 or something what what year was that video um I think it was the 80s yeah because just like how they but early 80s and late like 80s are very it. very different like yeah there were like hip-hop tones in that and i wonder if it was yeah. uh probably later let's 80s. see oh wendy's what's the name of that youtube video so people can look it up because it's like pretty golden oh it's yeah burger time it's, or something yeah yeah so there's uh <laughs> wendy's grill skills it's called grill skills grill skills, grill skills. When, there's two Look parts. There's Wendy's Grill Skill 1989. Yeah, so 89. Oh. So this was actually way after uh, my dad worked there. My dad said he worked there in like 85. Um, oh, got it. But yeah, dude, OG Dave Thomas is in there, who skill. also sounds like yeah. Dr. Brule. We need well, like a side-by-side -side comparison. That's a one-sided thought. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, Yes. Grills, girls. Like, it starts off slow. Grills, girls. Oh yeah, that's it. Um, but but there is a rap on how to flip patties, and it's pretty good. Yes. Also, so. you you find out where to put the chili. You find out what the what the optimal place for the chili is. <laughs> Wait, what's that video called? Um, I think it, it it's that's all not, grill skills. No, that's not in grill skills. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like a Wendy's training video. Oh, it's uh, Wendy's training video. Chili can be served with cheese. <laughs> chili can be served with cheese. What is it? Yeah, I have it on. I have it on my my other headphones. 
Chili oh, can be okay, silver cheese. Put the chili <laughs> in the middle of the tray. <laughs> so yeah, the lyrics are chili comes in large and small. Uh, bowls are for the dining room. And cups are to go. Sing it. And the cups are to go. Always <laughs> go to make sure that you stir it right. I don't know. Oh, yeah. How do you stir it? I don't know. Are these trade secrets? I don't think so. I think everybody knows how to stir a pot of chili. Or in this case, and like a tin. In a circular motion. I haven't had their chili in a long time. Their chili so good. Dude, I used to like pretty regularly get chili and a baked potato from Wendy's for lunch. When I was in school. That sounds like a meal. That sounds like a dinner. It's delicious. Wow. Okay. I feel like we're really off track. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, Flippy Flip, Flippy McFlip, um, he's coming, he's coming. You Wait, know what else is coming? sorry, there's a, there's a video in my history from 2013 that says, Wendy's Baconator and why I won't be back. <laughs> why? Uh, the Baconator is good. No, I like the Son of Baconator, it's smaller. I remember I had, like, a triple from Wendy's and I about died. <laughs> Why won't this guy be back? I know the pictures of the burgers and adverts always look like better than real life counterpart, but come on, this is ridiculous. Uh oh. Wow, this guy's mad. Okay, sorry. Alright, well I guess we'll never find out, but I don't know, I think the baconator's good, so screw that guy. Alright, so Oh wait, sorry, I wanna plug Wendy's breakfast if you haven't had it. Fucking eat it. It's so good. Oof, yeah, Wendy's. Okay, sponsor this us. Episode sponsored is by not Wendy's. Sponsored by Wendy's, but if they wanna sponsor us, we would say yes because we like four for force and I like their honey butter chicken biscuit. Thank you. Thank you. That's our TED Talk. All right, so coming up, number three. Um, I know you've been wondering, maybe, I don't know, but I know I've been wondering, is Shark Week happening this year? And I'm like, when does Shark Week happen? I don't know. I didn't know, but it is happening. Why wouldn't Shark Week happen? I don't know. I guess, like, in my mind, I'm like, Shark Week is canceled. I don't know. No, that's, like, the best social distancing you can do on both parts. Like, on the part of the content creators, you're just hanging out with sharks. And mm-hmm. on the part of us, we're just at home alone watching it. True. Yeah, so it is still happening. I guess I thought it happened in July. Um, but it's it starts August 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern mm. time. And they're kicking it off with Mike Tyson. I saw that. Is he going to fight a shark? I read, like, I think he's going to, like, pretend to fight a shark or something. That can't go wrong. Because they said, like... They're like, no sharks were harmed in the making of this. But they made it sound like Mike Tyson was going to fight a shark. I wonder if some dude's just going to be in like a shark costume. Yeah, maybe that's it. But then Mike Tyson said this was a big moment for him because like he's actually really afraid of getting like bitten by a shark or something. Maybe he'll be in a cage. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I know that if you like yeah. punch a shark in the nose, they, they like go away so i wonder if they're gonna put him in like a chainmail suit and just have him punch a shark in the nose well no because that would be like harm to the shark so they said no harm i bet they're just gonna put him in a cage and like dive him down probably yeah and he's gonna be like shark week yeah huh and so 
I don't know. I guess that's a big deal. Well, more I've power to my I've Shark Week. I've tried to watch it, but I got bored. I mean, you watch parts of Shark Week. Like, nobody watches all of the Shark Week. It's only 20 hours of stuff. That's a lot. It's a lot of sharks. I don't think that's enough. Well, you want Shark week? Month? That's one day. That's not even one day. But, that's shark part of a day. But it's like the, it's a certain part of the evening that they take up. Oh, okay. See, I thought Shark Week was 24-7. I think was that... Was 24-7 just one time. So I think Discovery Channel should have a Shark Week channel for one week that is 24-7 shark. I think that yeah. should be Shark Week. Every minute of the week needs to be Shark yeah. Week. See, that makes sense to me. I think that's why I didn't understand Shark Week because I didn't understand what time it was on. If you know anybody that works at Discovery, let us know or pass on our message that if if you really want to advocate for sharks mm-hmm. and you truly believe in Shark Week, these are all from, these for my little shark pups. You push for 24-7 Shark Week channel during Shark Week. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. 24 hours a day, seven days. I'm here working for the people. Sharks. Yes. Yep. All right, number four. Orlando Bloom's dog is missing, and his name is Mighty, and he's a teacup poodle, and he's really upset about it, which I don't blame him. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. What? That thing got eaten by a hawk. I really hope not. I bet. That's a that's a tiny dog. He li- probably very, lives in like the mountains. Very, very cute. And he's missing. He really missed an opportunity to name that dog Onion. Why? Bloom and Onion. Oh, well, maybe him and Katy Perry can name their baby Onion. Wait, Orlando Bloom is married to Katy Perry? I don't think they're married, but they're having a baby. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's like uh, Elon Musk and Grimes, dude. I want to know how they met. How did that become a thing? Um, she just like I I thought she just like summoned him or something. What? With her magical superpowers. I don't know. Maybe he. She was like, "You're smart," and he was like, "Oh no." Yeah, he just or or is it the other way around where she just appeared? I don't. I I keep seeing all these jokes about you know Grimes is like a really like interesting. Well, maybe maybe that was one of his first AI robots, dude, and now he's just marrying her. It's like ex machina. But her music it, is pretty it's like electronic music. Dude, yes. It's ex machina, <laughs> but it actually works out. Have you seen that? No. Okay, so like this robot like pretends to fall in love with this dude and like and like uses him. Uh it's an extremely good movie. I put it off for way too long. But yeah. um but yeah, in the end she like doesn't do him right. It's it's kinda sad. Uh-huh. But I bet he engineered this woman, Grimes, like forever ago. I'd be interested <laughs> to know her story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even sure where she's from. Exactly. Uh, I bet maybe nobody Maybe that's does. what we could do. Next time I can do a things you didn't know you cared about, it'll just be Grimes. <laughs> yes. We need to follow up. We need to do a full life history of where she okay, comes I'll, from. I'll, I'll try to do as much as I can. And then I'll also just like sing um, the one song I know that that I know of hers. But what if, It'll what if everything we search, we're going to have to go to the deep web, dude. What if everything we search about her is blocked because he's a fucking billionaire and he can hide that mm. shit. And mm. so, uh, and so she's probably just like another business that he started 
mm-hmm. where he makes all like residual money from all of her, you know, all of her mm-hmm. like songs. Well, and that's why their baby has that weird robot name because it's actually a robot. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is real. Spawn of Spawn of Grimes and Elon Musk. Yes. Also, like, okay, this might make me come off as stupid, but I always had heard the name Elon Musk, and I was like, okay, I know he's, like, a person, and I know he's got a lot of money, but I didn't know that he's, like, not that old. I thought he was, like, this old, old dude, but he's really not. He's, like, close to our age, kind of, like, 30s. Is he? Or at least he looks like he's in his I thought 30s. he was, like, 42. He, But that's still pretty young that to me. That is still pretty young. I thought he was way, way old. But I was wrong. Dude, my keyboard stopped working. He's 49. Oh, well, that's still pretty young. I guess he looks I younger, I mean, it's... it's too. That's pretty young to be a fucking billionaire, dude. I mean, I, I yeah. guess I feel like... Well, Bezos yeah. is 56. Oh, shoot. Grimes is 32. Oh, okay. So let's think about this. She is... Uh, 10 17 years younger than him yeah uh so 17 yeah so maybe when he was 32 dude he was already investing in like fucking dope ass companies wow and and having a bunch of money and being able to build robots and shit or is that just the name that he assigned her when he made her like now well apparently grimes was born in 1988 don't claire elise boucher you know canadian oh canadian i thought she was like uh from europe well canada europe kind of the same thing she was in a movie called tabula rasa in 2011 tabula rasa yeah interesting what's it about I don't know. Boucher. Yeah, we gotta do we gotta do this uh this research. Okay, 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 okay. Um all right, so there's that. We were talking about Orlando Bloom. That's really all I had to say. I just thought people might need to know if you live near Orlando Bloom, we gotta find his dog. Yeah. What's his name? Pepe? Mighty. Mighty. He's mighty. He's really cute. Oh, the mighty onion. He's a missing. Um, and then lastly, number five, we got, um, ugh, this is so gross, former Miss Kentucky pageant 2014. Uh, her name is Ramsey Bierce. When she won Miss Kentucky, her name was Ramsey Carpenter, but she was just sentenced to only two years in prison for um, exchanging sexual photos with a teenager. Whoa. So this the alleged I don't even know is it alleged anymore if she's already been sentenced uh, I don't know so the court documents state what's her name that, um, her name is Ramsey Bierce it's like B-E-A-R-S-E she was a middle school teacher at Andrew Jackson Middle School in West Virginia huh. and she had this kid in her class and then he went off you know to high school and he's only 15 years old 
and she like sent him topless pictures and he sent her pictures oh. and so she's like in trouble for for having his pictures and sending him pictures yep um and i'm like he's so young like he's only 15 and then she met him in middle school middle school dude she sent him pictures when she was 15 no 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 she sent him pictures when he was 15 she's 29 yes yeah so this was a couple of years ago so he was 15 and she was in her 20s okay and she met him before he was 15 in middle school in in middle school that she was teaching him right oh that's so weird so well gross. it's um, i remember so yeah, she's getting cheered i remember hearing stuff like that when i was a kid and when we were like kids in middle school we were like that's awesome but now it's kind of it's kind of gross but also well yeah for the kid i'm sure but like think of yourself right now yes. would you be doing that with a with a 16 year old girl i would not right now no no you shouldn't that's so that's weird. so like it, it's not on the kid 100 it's not on the kid yes it's on the adult who should be like you know what even if i'm attracted to them that's wrong i don't know how old he was but when i was in high school there was this kid that i went to school with who was actually like he was having an affair with this woman who was like married and I think she was like 40 something Yikes. and we were like 16, 17 and they have kids now. So crazy. They have kids now. Yeah. They, he had a kid when he was like a senior in high school. Oh my gosh. See, that's like, that's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, she only got two years, uh, but then she also got 10 years of supervised release. I don't really know what that means. Oh. And then obviously she's a sex offender now. Probably just like checking, hey, you, you banging 16-year-olds? Hey, no. uh, you still sending pictures? Oh, and it was on Snapchat. Oh. Yeah. So, a little weird. It's just weird to think that you're like, so like when he was in middle school, were you like, ooh, he's hot? Like, no. Yeah, so that's all I got for the news. Not not too many. Dang, things. you ended it on on beer sea. Yeah, maybe I should have uh, flipped that around. <laughs> <laughs> there really wasn't any good news, to be honest with you. Well, um, Ooh. well, we probably inspired somebody to create an app that will help people in the future. Yeah. Not waste food. Um. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think some positives came out of that. Shark Week, man. We're going to find out what's going on with Mike Dude, Tyson and sharks. Yeah, definitely. If you're actually in a Shark Week, I think it should be one week nonstop yeah. block of sharks. Yeah, what's the point any and, other way? It doesn't make any sense. And if you don't have time every day to have old shark content, just give us a live stream of a shark habitat. Dude, that'd be so cool. Yes. If you work for Discovery Channel, take this idea, please. Hashtag, I was right. Hashtag, sharks for life. Hashtag, Hashtag content. shark week 2024 24 seven. 2024 seven. 2024 seven, yes. Look, like they got four years. They could do it 2024 slash seven. They'll do it in the month of July like everyone thinks it's supposed to be in. But why does everybody think was it in July one year and then they just changed it? Is that why everybody Actually, thinks? Actually, I think I'm just the one. It's oh. probably just me. All right. Look, in a power, in a position of power, you can't say things like that. I know. I'm sorry. 
You have so much uh, power right now. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's all I got from the news. So I think all we've got up next is a sweet little chitty chat with the, the chick flick, with the flick chick. We got a really nice, long conversation with Emily, and it's it's uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, and we end up changing the rules. Like, if you know the flick chick, we change the rules a little bit. Yeah, so there were no dice in this one. No dice. I mean, it was dicey. It was dicey. But there were no dice used to pick the movie. Um, but I think that... Yeah. Uh, Maybe I think dice will be included, but it's also like we would never watch the movies. And I think we're going to, it was definitely way more enjoyable because we all got to talk shit and critique. Yeah. So we all watched the movie this time. So we all came in with notes ready to talk, um, which we had not done before. So, um, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think you guys are going to like it. It's nice and long, which is why we only kind of put the news in here. Um, cause I think it, we're going to talk for a long time, for a yeah. long time. We think you're going to like it. Yep. Cool. Great. Here we, here it is. Oh, sorry. This is where the ad goes. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Wendy's. Wendy's. When you're here, you're Wendy. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Uh, Wendy's. Wendy's. Thank you, Wendy's. How about, um. uh, how about... How about Wendy's? We're not McDonald's. We're Wendy's. <laughs> Eating good in the neighborhood. Wendy's endless shrimp. Dude, that's so disgusting. Can you just imagine you get shrimp <laughs> from Wendy's and then you go to the parking lot and you just eat like the little like nugget bag full of shrimp and then you get back with like a code and you're just like, I'm back in line for shrimp. Actually, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea, but how much are you willing to risk? How much are you willing to gamble? Wendy's would do popcorn shrimp right. I know it. I know it in my heart. Oh, yeah. I don't have a doubt, but also think about, like, they have to have options. If they don't have shrimp scampi in the (laughs) drive-thru, I'm not going. (laughs) That's I I did not throw up while I said shrimp scampi in the drive-thru. Yeah, I'm gonna need that shrimp scampi in the drive-through. They're like all rubbery. Yeah, can I get a can I get a one dollar eight piece nugget meal, <laughs> and uh, I'll do the endless shrimp scampi. Actually, I think that isn't that like Jack in the Box. Don't they have like everything? I don't know, dude. Jack in the Crack is not good. Jack in the Crack. My first time I went to San Diego, my friend's uncle was like, I'm "Get you some stuff from Jack in the Crack," and I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> Jack in the Crack. Yeah, dude, that. they were funny. Who else? Oh, I wish we would get some. I want to get sponsored by Wendy's. Popeyes. I guess we can pull Popeyes. Dunkin' Donuts. <gasps> Dunkin'. What's yes. our wish list? Wendy's, Dunkin' Donuts, Popeyes. Well, it's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's just Dunkin'. Whatever. Um, Taco Bell. <laughs> I could name their entire menu right now. You want me to? Yeah. No. No, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> But I guess that would be a good, but it's all fast food. You're right. Uh, mm. Let's go to Whole Foods just so we can balance it out. Whole Foods sponsorship. Whole Foods. Yeah. No, no, Fresh Time. Sure. All right. We'll go Fresh Time. I don't know if they have the money. If you work at a float spa, let me know. I would like to be sponsored. Tide laundry detergent. <laughs> Tide. 
Don't smell so bad. Tight. Now you don't have to hide anymore. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, Tide, where stains can't hide. I don't like. I the should rhyming. be in marketing. No, you don't. You never want to step foot in marketing. But I have such good ideas, you know. No one to share them with. Except just write the companies. Right just write the companies. They can't take my ideas. Dear McDonald's. I just send them like a 50-page letter, and I'm like, here's all my ideas I've been thinking about. Do it. <laughs> Dude, did you ever do that when you were a kid? Yeah, and they sent it back to me. They sent the letter back to me, and they said, thanks for the idea. For legal reasons, we have to send your letter back to you, um, but here's a coupon. And then what happened a year later? They used my idea. Wait, what, what idea was it? I wrote Mattel. Because I thought my Polly Pocket, the the big ones, the big ones with the clothes. Okay, so the Polly 2 have, Pocket. Should have pets. They didn't have pets. And I wanted dogs and cats. And I said, could you please make Polly Pockets with pets? I think that'd be really fun. And boy, wouldn't you know. They did. Wow. They did make them. How many pets. months later? I'd say about a year later. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, because that's, that's them going through their fiscal year. And they pitch the idea. Then they get funding for it. And then they, yeah. you know. Wow. Yep. Well, thank Some you for Polly Pocket Pets. In marketing was like, this girl's good got idea. something. Let me send this back to her, though. Yeah. Well, for legal reasons, Will they be. couldn't have it there to prove yeah. that you sent that in. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I huh. should have kept it so I would have their fingerprints on it. I told you, I, I wanted to be on food TV so bad when I was a kid, and I wanted Aww. to be Emeril Lagasse's uh, <gasps> apprentice. And I wrote him all the time. I was like, I tried this recipe and it was Aww. great. Thank you. I want to be a chef. Thank you. <laughs> Specifically, I wanted to be a chef on like a cruise ship. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think when I came home when I was like 20 some, I like found a few of them and I was like, oh, they never got sent. <gasps> oh, that's heartbreaking. You know what you should do? You should you should mail them today. No. Nah. Emerald's got nothing going on. He would love to know i bet if somebody yelled bam in his face he'd have a heart attack Bye. dude i liked it because he loved garlic and i loved garlic and i put garlic oh. in everything garlic is good and i liked his little bam have you seen i forget her name and this is really sad on tiktok she she does like she's a vegan and she does like these cooking tiktoks and she's like as much garlic as you want because that's your business no She's getting a cooking show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's so cool. What Where do you go TikTok? Let me look her up. I finally deleted it. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to do the right thing and just get rid of it. Uh, but honestly, if you're out there and you're like, TikTok spying on me, all of your apps spy on you, dude. Every Whoa. single one. And so much yes. so like the EU. The EU is uh is pulling out of some agreement that they had with the US because the US is no longer able to uh like securely say that the so eu has gdpr to protect people's privacy and like data transfers but mm -hmm. they can't validate that the u.s is actually doing that and i can name a few companies that aren't um uh, and they're just saying that they're compliant but uh any and like if you go to if you're on a vpn right now and you go to specific uh like websites that are hosted in the u.s yeah. uh you'll be blocked because they say that you're accessing you know from an eu site Oh. yeah so it's it's fucked up 
Well, yeah, and the problem with TikTok wasn't just that it's looking at all your info, which at the same time, you know, like, a lot of people are like, who cares? Like, yes. what do I have to hide? But they, they were, well, rumors, claims, allegedly, that they were looking into people's info to try to connect. Um, yeah, they're looking for like protesters. their residents with people out here yeah. and trying to find their info to like maliciously hurt people. So yes, um, but that woman's name, her name's Tabitha Brown, and her TikTok videos are so funny. And she might have a YouTube, possibly. I don't know, or you like YouTube's of her TikToks. I bet that exists. But yeah, she is. Um, I don't know what on on what channel, but she's getting a cooking show, which I think is really cool. That's very because cool. she is like so heartwarming and good, and she just makes you feel so happy. And nice. she's always like, "Cause that's your business." Cause that's your business. Wow, yeah. cool. Well, that's some good news. Yeah. Nice. So yep. So all right, that's what I got. It's the flick chick with Emily Anderson. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you have to say hello, otherwise you. Hello, the we of are the here with Emily Anderson. She's here. I'm here. She's beautiful. Hello. Hi. You guys are beautiful. Your faces are a sight for sore eyes. Aw, so is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're we're here. It's the it's the what are you? What are what? The flick chick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're. We're going to be talking about risky business, but the fun part is that we all watched it, and it's all our first time watching it, and Kai had something to say about it. Uh Oh, yeah. No. Uh, I always saw the picture of... um. I always saw the picture of Tom Cruise in his underwear, and I didn't know which movie it came from, and now I know. This is the movie. Yes. Wait, that's actually oh, wait, with, the, with the shirt and the underwear and the socks. Yeah. I knew it was from Risky Business, but I didn't know what the movie was about. And now I'm shook that people dress up for Halloween and they put their babies in that outfit for Halloween. Do I'm they? shook. I didn't know I'm people disgusted. did that. Yeah, they oh. think it's funny. Um, <laughs> fuck, I have a lot of notes going chronologically. Are, are you, yeah, do you guys have like I an overall need, breakdown or? Well, we need Emily to do the summary. We need to do Emily to do her flick chick thing and then right. we can just unload afterwards. Yeah. So right. take it away. Really, really, I'm glad we're doing it this format because I think your feedback is going to be super valuable. But mm-hmm. risky business. Um, it really launched Tom Cruise's career. I mean, he was a baby, as you guys saw. Yes. He was so young. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some other people in there, uh, Balky. If you guys ever saw the TV show Perfect Strangers, nope. Um, one of his friends from high school was on the TV show Perfect Strangers, which was like a big show in the '90s, but or maybe mm-hmm. '80s. I don't know. But um, anyway, it's basically about this like rich kid who's put under all this pressure to go to an Ivy League school and follow in his parents' footsteps and live up to the dream that they have set out for him. And all of his friends are like, nah, like you should just get laid and have fun. And instead (laughs) we're going to get you a prostitute. And then all of the shenanigans ensue from there, which I mean, I can't even imagine being 16 and getting a prostitute. (laughs) 
Like, I would no. be like, no. Well, Dude, it's yeah. like every it's like every boy's dream. Is it really? It's yeah, true. we need we need the male perspective because I watched this and I was really disturbed. I mean, I, I guess maybe not now because <laughs> there's so many different, uh, like I don't know, like teenage boy types. But um, mm-hmm. this. What do you mean? There was only one teenage boy type. Well, I mean, it was a little more masculine in the eighties, and this leads into like one of my one of my very one of the questions that I just put at the end. But it's like, uh, you know, everybody in the 80s was like trying to be like macho and like I like girls and like craftsman tool pinup girls and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it was all about like getting laid. And every 16 year old boy is like, that's a hot chick. So, yeah. Mm. I also some of those prostitutes looked very much older, like very much older, not to like jump around in the synopsis. Oh, yeah. Because. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was kind of shocked. I was, like, for, like in their shoes, if I was a prostitute in my 40s and I was, like, I'm going to have sex with a 16-year-old, like, I'd be, like, nah, I'm not oh, really interested. Yeah, I think that's what bothered me the most is that I'm, like, these are children. These are – they're not even 18. All <laughs> he probably would have had to do is be, like, I'm only 16. I don't want to have sex with you. No, I mean, mm-hmm. a, a lot of dudes would be, she- like – and now I can tell my friends. Okay. Like Glenn. Glenn's a dickhead. That that kind of kid. Like he'd yeah. be like, yeah. 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 So let let's kind of, yeah let's kind of walk through. We'll kind of go like not scene by scene, but we'll start from the beginning. We'll kind of describe what's happening. <laughs> I got like shot by um, shot. Yeah. This will have a lot of. This will have a lot of spoilers for the movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, but I feel like that's this way. If someone doesn't want to watch it, they'll get a good idea of what the movie's about and our commentary in between. Right. And we'll let Emily lead the way. So, <laughs> like, the movie opens up, and this this kind of thematic thing is carried throughout the whole movie. The movie opens up with a dream sequence. And there's this yeah. whole bit that's strung through the whole movie that's, like, this, like dreamy like quality and it's like sometimes you're even like is this really happening or is this a dream sequence because it's so like a blur of like wow this is really actually happening yeah for sure for sure but Uh, like yeah it starts with a dream sequence of him like with this girl and then he wakes up and there's lots of like high school scenes where he's like going to class like pressures of mom and dad um his mom and dad th- this is the main like plot device point that we need to know is that his parents are going away on a trip and they entrust him mm-hmm. to watch the house and the cat's um, it's away really nice house <laughs> and to take care of everything so he seems like he's a good kid and like he's like yeah you yeah. know i'll do everything and then his friends kind of jump in and are the influence that are like, you should have a party, you should do this. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely jump in, like, if I'm leaving anything out, too. Yeah, well, like, okay, so when it first started and we have the dream sequence and then we cut back to real life. So the dream sequence is, like, he sees this girl in the shower and he's like, do you want me to leave? And she's like, no, come on in. I want you to wash my back. And he's like, all right, cool. And he can't find her. And then 
once he thinks he finds her, he finds out he's actually in the room for the SATs and he only has two minutes to finish the test and his future's ruined. And I was like, okay, so what does that mean? And that was my first thought. I'm like, what does this mean? And I'm like, does he think having sex is going to ruin your life? And I'm like, there's no way that that's what he thinks. Well, but that is what he yeah. thinks. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, he's got issues. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh he's very that's a really afraid. good point though he's very yeah because like the police show up in, a, his in his dream and everything yeah yeah, yeah with the police <laughs> and he like he well i think I, I, I don't think it was sex that... i think it might have been like if he disobeyed his parents and had somebody over to like bang it would end uh, his life i don't know if it's necessarily yeah. like all sex i thought it was all sex and i was really starting like i i googled like is this one of those like Christian movies that try to like push celibacy, oh. celibacy on people? Yeah. Uh, when I first started watching it, because I'm like, this is so weird. Like, why? Why? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do kind of think it was sex, though, because, or like having a girlfriend. I Because he drank having... beers but and then, he smoked cigarettes. Well, but yeah, think about, think about the entire movie, though. This dude like just makes a huge living and it really pays off like, to have sex for money and then to like get what you want. If it was like a cautionary tale, like Home Alone or well, something. Well, it's not. Well, at, towards the end of the movie, I changed my mind. When I first started right. watching it, that was my question. Got it. Because it's like he's a. That's the one thing he's afraid to do. Like he'll, he'll <sighs> steal his parents' alcohol. He'll smoke cigarettes. He'll drive around in the Porsche. But the second someone's like, "You should have sex with someone," he's like, "Ooh," and then oh, he can't even masturbate. He can't even masturbate. He can't because he's like he just say he can't even masturbate police. one more time. He thinks the police are gonna show up. I don't know. Something's wrong. Um, That's something so wrong with him. But yeah, <laughs> I had a question that know. popped up like right after that, and it was yeah. So he does all, all of his own stunts in all of his movies. Oh yeah. Uh, do you think he did his own stunts in this movie, like eating the TV dinner and actually sliding in his socks? Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was that For good? sure. Wait, can we talk about how the TV dinner? What was what about the frozen TV dinner where he yeah, decides to eat Yeah, that's why I was like, that's frozen. a pretty crazy stunt. It's pretty risky business to eat a frozen dinner. <laughs> it, it is. It's his first night alone. His mom prepared him with all these. I don't know if they're TV dinners or if his mom prepared him with meals to heat up that she froze. I don't know. Did TV dinners exist back yeah, then? Yeah, and they I looked like know. that. They were oh, like yeah. big in tinfoil. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Got it. It looks like tin. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he just, he picks it up and he eats it frozen. And I'm like, what? What's that? What does that mean? Well, think about, about like him? the amount of dudes that are also my age that admit to me that they don't know how to cook. There's a lot of dudes that do not know how to cook. Mm-hmm. And so like, I feel like he was just like, just give me TV dinners. That, and he's also like 17. I feel like I knew, I knew what to, I knew how to cook from like, you know, super early on, but like, I don't understand how people just don't ever. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It took me a while. Um, I didn't like when he was dancing in his underwear and he jumped back on the couch and it was literally just a shot of his gooch. Oh, I didn't see that. So I would think I was also playing Candy Crush while I'm telling you, dude, I was hyper focused during this movie. I have so many (laughs) notes. Yeah, but yeah, so that dancing scene, the like iconic dancing scene, has such a little role, little part in this movie. It honestly, you could take it out, and the movie would be no different. I'm just like, what? Like people loved 
but to that's dress like up a like true that. moment of like li- that's like the entire movie. The entire movie is about a moment of liberation, and he's just sliding around in a button-up shirt, no pants, doing whatever the hell he yes. wants, and then it just exponentiates through the movie where it just becomes. Then he this bigger invites thing. his friends over, and it was just the worst idea. Yeah, it's idea a snowball ever. effect. His friend Glenn just sucks. He just sucks. Just sucks. Yeah, I literally. I, this is yeah, a note that I have. I want to know why Glenn wants him to like get laid so bad. Like, who ca- who cares if he says no? He says no. Yeah. Yeah, that is an interesting point. And Glenn <laughs> like, is what? so so gross. Ugh, Before I can so remember ugly. his name, I wrote down "fuck that dude who wants to bang in his house, dude," and he offers him the room. That's crazy. Like Tom Cruise is just like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, go have sex on my bed. It's fine. And then that's when I wrote Todd kind of looks like Tom Cruise. Yeah, he does. Our friend Todd. Yeah, it looks like a young Tom Cruise. He really does. Yeah. He really does. I just... Okay, so I have to ask. When you guys were alone in high school, did you sing or dance around your house? Like, I just don't know that I would do that. Um, No, and also I was, like, never alone because I had, like, a thousand siblings and by a thousand i mean i had three other siblings no i never did (laughs) yeah i think mine was more uh yeah no i didn't do anything weird at my house i just did the same old things i always did yeah like i just sat in my room and think of how like i I wasn't a very repressed kid like that's true but the kid that tom cruise is playing was a very very repressed yeah that's true like i think if i would have had like parents gone for a whole week i would have just gone to hang out with my friends i was never one to like throw parties but i definitely like i think yeah i I would just go to parties a lot there weren't okay i like to think that there weren't parties at my high school but i think maybe i just wasn't invited to them (laughs) (laughs) like there weren't parties like that that's so sad (laughs) it's i don't think i went through me there i had a really good high school experience so it's fine no big yeah. deal. But I, I like to think that there weren't because I'm like, I can't even think of when or where they would have happened with who. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. I feel like Westlake was like small hangs, you know? Yeah. That's kind <laughs> of how think. Lorraine was. But then like, I mean, <laughs> everybody had house parties. And then like a lot Uh-oh. of parents <laughs> around here were just like, uh, you know, they were the you can drink as long as it's with us. kind Yeah. Of thing. No, there was a lot like that. Yeah, in in Westlake. Uh, but yeah, I never like saw any of those like iconic huge parties. Got it. I don't know. I, I don't think they happened. They probably did. I don't know. Hmm. No big. <laughs> I wasn't but, there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So okay. So he does this big dance scene. Which all I could think about was him jumping on the couch for Katie Holmes when he's like jumping on the couch. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Like, literally the same yeah. thing. Well, I was thinking about that because when I saw that happen, like when I was a kid or however old I was a teenager, I don't remember. And when he did that on Ellen, was it Ellen or Oprah? It was Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Cause oh. there's, there's like, was it? yeah, there's star Wars memes of like lightning coming out of his hands and like zapping Oprah. Got it. So okay. I, I was like, wow, that's crazy. He's crazy. But like when you look at all the movies he did when he was younger, like he was in some pretty wild movies. Like he's a weird guy. He's in yeah. weird movies. And like I just didn't know that when that happened. But as I get older, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not weird. Why were people so shocked? Like he's a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also speculation that he is gay, which could be a thing. Maybe. 
I think I think really parts of this movie were uh, you know a little homoerotic, but I think it was also the the over the top masculinity of the eighties that was masquerading, bro. Yeah, that yeah, in like by masculinity you mean that society portrayed upon people. Like yes. there were people who did not act like that and probably felt really Toxic isolated. Masculinity. Yeah, because of how the media portrayed how a man should act. Yeah, and how what you can need to do to get into Princeton, which is disgusting. Yeah. So yeah. The one <laughs> thing I will say, and coming up on on this scene like chronologically, but I was. I feel like the movie was really forward thinking in terms of there was a black trans prostitute yes. that shows yeah. up at his door yeah. and there's no mention. Jackie. Yeah. Jackie. There's <laughs> no mention of like, like she had lines like there, there was yeah. no, it wasn't a thing. I feel like in yeah. the eighties that would have been a thing. Like, Oh, that was a dude or, you know what I mean? Like something. Yeah. You didn't and really it was just, Yeah. It yeah. was but I think that's also how like Joel was like Joel was like a good kid and like he didn't really judge people so for him he was like oh shoot one I didn't really want a prostitute two that's not really my thing but I'm not gonna make a big deal about it I'm just gonna you know pay her and and let her go like right you know yeah I yeah they they did that they did that pretty well yeah, yeah. pretty forward they treated with respect about it. yeah yeah. For like 1980s, that there wasn't like some sort of like, like joke about it or you know yeah. I don't know. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um, um, when when he was calling, what was it? Oh yeah. So after after that one prostitute told him to like call the other one, I kind of thought that yeah. like, dude, this movie couldn't take place now. Like, I mean, he w- I mean, it could, but like, he no him him as a person. <laughs> he couldn't him as a person would not survive in 2020 because he just straight up gives his address out like he would have been murdered in seconds yeah no you can't do that now and also like i just like you can't show if you're under 18 you just can't it's just so it's just so wrong like what Where they're like, let's get a bunch of prostitutes to have sex with oh. these underage boys. Like in the time where there's so much like child trafficking but, in the well, media and like, ugh. So do you think I, this is like a bigger question? I, get that I was going to save until 16, the end, but like, come on. But like, like movies like this and like movies in the '80s that have like, um, like this genre, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of this kind of weird science, kind of like, uh. Uh, kind of like the the overly masculine stuff with like non PC language, like people are being called like gay, retarded, all that shit. Like, mm-hmm. um, do you think that people now in twenty twenty should be able to comment on movies back then and and like kind of like cancel them, or do you think they should just like be left alone? Like, if if enough people boycotted think- it and were like take it off of all streaming. Would, I would don't you think it should be that? taken away, but I do think it should be up for comment because it's still important to bring up issues. Yeah, like, as like a critique. Like, yes, that, but like that doesn't make it acceptable. And that to me, I feel like now it doesn't make it acceptable to love that movie because what are you liking about it? You know? Oh, I mean, it makes I, it hard. It makes I, it hard. I'm, I'm just going to make the statement now. I <laughs> love this movie. I thought it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Oh, good God. Um, but See, not I hate it. But not from like the not from the <laughs> dudes get laid perspective, but from like the 
it just gets more beautiful as it goes. I, I mean, I, I I have so many notes. Oh I gosh. can't even go through it. I'm making so many faces. But um, it's just like, I don't know how it goes from like this raw, like urge to just get laid to like finding this person. And then, and then like, the I don't know, just like the scenes on the train are like really beautiful. And he becomes like this other person kind of deal. So on a deeper <laughs> level. On the train were they were dude like the what shots staring that homeless man in the eyes well okay so i have a note about that too that says like okay if i get that there was like a needed comedic relief for like the greater population that this re- was released to but it kind of reminded me of the scene um in this movie that both of you need to watch um that i love it's called the tribe uh emily you know about this i think i've mentioned <gasps> yes, it. yeah i want to see it so bad but the scene on the train um the scene on the train reminded me so much of like, no pun intended, but like the climax of that movie where these two characters are like finally being intimate. And it was just like, like that, the homeless guy could have been left out. Uh, but mm-hmm. I get that it needed to be there, but if it was, it would have been almost like verbatim kind of like what the sequence of scenes were like in, in the tribe. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was so good. I, there were just like between that and the score, which I'm obsessed with tangerine dream is like, Whew. Insert I love clip the music. here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think on an art- I don't know if it was meant to be like a really artistic movie, but I really took it as that as like another another level. It does have that quality in the eighties that I love, like with the music and like mm. the the dream like I just feel like a general like I don't know, romantic comedy, if you will. This isn't even a romantic comedy, but I don't know what kind of genre you would qualify this, but I I just, in the 80s, it feels like there were a lot more liberties taken. Like, it was a lot more artistic than today. Like, today, it's just straightforward. Like, here's a story. Like, they don't do any kind of crazy slow motion train (laughs) dream sequences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At least there's that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's a teen sex comedy film. That's what Uh, it is. Yeah. In case anyone was wondering the genre. I was wondering. comedy. (laughs) My favorite. (laughs) I wrote this as all one word, um, but there was a time, like, when he initially invited, shit, what was her name? The prostitute. Lana. Lana. When he initially, when, like, she came over um for like she the looked night. like taylor swift yeah she does she look like taylor in. swift i was like well but when she was like uh was she there for the night or something but she just looks at him and just like you won't let me stay like that i don't know that's just like the what? she just what? said she said like you won't let me stay but like like she asked him like you won't oh. let me stay but the way uh. she did it like I don't know. I took it as a comedy, as like a comedic thing. It was like, you won't let me stay. Go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, hyper-focused. Okay. Well, we need to get back on track with our synopsis. So what happens? The the, the first prostitute shows up. We, I don't, we aren't even there yet. I think we skipped a spot. Oh, we went to the back. We went to the end. We went now. Okay, we let's go back right. to the beginning. All right, right. So Glenn comes over, has sex in his house yep. with a girl. Yeah. Yep. So Lana has come over yet. At this point, with Glenn, he brings over a girl to have sex in Joel's bed, and Joel's like, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. That girl looked like um, Princess Diana, by the way, her haircut. (laughs) Anyway, just saying. Iconic. Um, 
but yeah, so that happened. Um, and then I think next that happened, Glenn was just like, come on, like, why don't you call prostitute like, oh, yeah. home alone? Like, why not? Yeah. And, and he's like, no, no, no. And then he, he picks up the phone and he's like, hi, my name is Joel. I live at blah, 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 blah. No, no, See, that wasn't like, Glenn. Glenn's Glenn's the other idiot. Glenn's the uh the bucktooth kid with a gap. Wait, Glenn's not um, the dude who has sex with everyone? No. Um uh Curtis Arm- Armstrong is like Joel's best friend. I forget I forget um his actual Wait, name. Wait, the what the nice kid? The kid who just wants to do homework? The you treasurer like, nice you don't kid like is that Barry. 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 Is that the treasurer? Is that Curtis Armstrong? No, Curtis Armstrong is Miles. Miles. Miles, Miles is the guy that calls, is... right? Or oh, was yeah, it Glenn? Miles sucks. I hate Miles. No. No, no. Glenn? I don't even... Who's Glenn? You, you kept saying Glenn. Yeah, yeah Glenn. Just... Glenn is an asshole. His name's Glenn. Who is Glenn? But, like, who? Glenn is the kid what that shows up to role? his house that was like, I have this girl. Can I bang in your bed? I thought that is was his name Miles. not Glenn. I thought that was Miles too. I think it's Miles. Oh my god! I need that. Oh fuck! That's on my screen. Miles is Curtis Armstrong, the kid who smokes cigars and who calls the prostitute for him. Yep. Yes, but that's not who I'm talking about. That I hate. Who do you hate? Oh it's funny because all the pictures on IMDb they're older, they're the and I'm adults. like, oh. yeah, I'm like, I need to see the kid one. Um, Joel, Lana, Guida, blah, blah, blah. Glenn, yes, Glenn. Raphael Sparge, he's the guy, he's the kid that shows up with the girl that wants to bang in Joel's house. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. I guess I wasn't really paying attention. <sighs> all I know is that I hated Miles, and that's that's all I cared about. See, I, I, I like Miles. I think Miles is, is kind of like the open-minder. He's just like, dude, just fucking get laid. Just call a prostitute. And then he does it for him. He he um, Miles changes his life. He's annoying. He is he ruins his life for the most part. Does he? Or does he does he make does he help Tom Cruise, aka Joel, figure out what he really mm-hmm. wants in life? Does he put him in like a really dangerous situation and then have him have to scramble and scram and then who even knows what his future is gonna be like now at all? Yeah, I kind of thought it was yes. it was a it was a very Against dangerous. Against his will, it was like, a very dangerous like, situation. He's like, no, I don't want to have sex with someone, and he's like, yes, you're going to. I'm gonna pretty much force you to do it. See, I think this is the mentality though. Like this, I, I feel like I'm I have my mind as an like an empath in the '80s, where I'm just like, dude, just needs to get laid. It's a little tough love, you know. <laughs> And, but you're you're in the. I guess like I yeah. You're looking at it as like a child I'm molestation. I'm so hypercritical. Thing. I'm so hypocritical about it because I'm like these are the movies that like Brett Kavanaugh watched when he was probably like in his like younger years and was like okay so what I'm doing or what I've done is fine. Who's like, Brett Kavanaugh? And and then you move on. He's that dude who had the big the big trial any any man up in politics who's like i can do whatever i want oh, yeah I like a weinstein girls thing. in high school yeah exactly like yeah it's just like they watched these movies and they were like okay cool it's no big deal yeah yes 
Yeah, I can see that. But like that's... men can do anything they want and just get away with it and there's no consequences and you'll 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 pay your way out of it. You you're still gonna get into Princeton no matter how many bad decisions you made that week. And it's no big deal. Brock Turner can go to jail for three months for raping someone. Like, oh yeah, yeah, ugh, that's a good so point. I was so triggered yeah, by that's this a good movie, point. and I'm still yeah. triggered, as you can see. Yeah, and that's the. No, I mean it's valid points. Yeah, and that's like the slice of life thing that I agree with. It's like, you know, that's why I'm saying like, do you look back and cancel these movies, or do you say, oh, this was a slice of life from back then? Like it was just like pools and oceans of toxic masculinity. Um, like take it as a critique and yes, now we understand like these people were watching these movies and being like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I mean, I think it definitely needs to be mentioned. You can't blindly watch them and ignore that. And, and, you know, it's nice that a lot of people made it out of that time with sensible parents that were like, dude, just understand that's a movie. Come on. Like the, it was also up to parents to be like, you don't, it's like video games. Like this shit's not real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, it is crazy and not jumping around with the plot again, but I know we like, <laughs> we do keep doing it, but like, you're right about the Princeton thing because it is kind of like a boys club. Like, Oh, yeah. you introduce your, your college uh, admissions officer to like some prostitutes yeah. and that yeah. automatically like feels the deal for your admission, yeah. you know. Yeah. Did, what did, a stand-up kid. Like <laughs> Did schools really he's send out <laughs> admissions like interviewers like that? I don't know. I feel like I've seen that I in a few like movies did. around there. Way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. They huh. maybe they must have if you lived close enough maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Because I guess maybe like travel it was too hard to travel. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, this, so. <laughs> to, to kind of bring it back in general thoughts, this movie like really stressed me out. Like it, yeah. To me, like I, I'm glad Sharon, you're bringing up the points you're bringing about <laughs> how, like, looking at it in hindsight and being like, oh wow, geez. But yeah. then, just like the the risk, literally the risky business is like yeah. what stressed me out about this movie <laughs> there's a lot of risky business in this movie <laughs> there's a lot of risky misses and i'm just like shouldn't be doing that yeah i mean you're like stop it's stop the, yeah it's the same <laughs> as ferris bueller's day off with the yeah. car like oh. for the love of god in the 80s do not take your parents expensive sports car because yeah. something bad is gonna happen like it stresses me out i know it's insane. i didn't know you could like take a car to go get cleaned and it would just be like void of uh, all. Like, uh, like I don't know. That car would have been total. I think that, that car yeah, would have been total. He got, uh, <laughs> you know, one. If like Geico and stuff was around back then, there's no way this movie could have been shot because his dad would have gotten immediate updates. That's number one. Uh, number two, <laughs> I, I think that he could have kept the entire car and just like gotten everything swapped out with the amount of money that uh, Lana helped fundraise from his friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so I don't even know where we are. So who, Miles calls a prostitute. Yes. For yes. Joel, not Glenn. We're all mixed up with names. We are. No big deal. I just remember so, Glenn. Yeah, Miles... of... What? No, I just I just remember Glenn because he does, he has a punch me face. I don't like it. 
Oh, got it. I don't even remember what his face looked. No big deal. So, but yeah, so the prostitute comes over and it's Jackie, um, very obviously a a trans woman. Mm -hmm. And she's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm not what you're looking for, but I know what you want. Let me, here's her number. And it's Lana and she writes it down and then Tom Cruise's character, Joel, is just like, okay, and he mulls it over, and he mulls it over, and he has a few <laughs> stress dreams about school, and then he's like, all right, fine, let's let's call her, and then he calls her, right? I'm remembering this story, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then In between, he, he, he has the a catcher's mask thing. on while, while he's calling her. He's like, this oh, is, yeah. uh, what does he say his name is? His fake name's like Phil Ralph. or something? Ralph. This Ralph. is Ralph. Ralph, which yeah. is such a grandpa come, name. Come to my house. He's like so nervous. Come to my house. I was shocked at how available these sex workers were. They're like, all right, I'm coming. I'll be there. Yeah. You know, it's not like I thought you had to make like an appointment or something. Yeah, I, I mean, they're doing it. I feel like, yeah, usually. <laughs> I don't know. But remember, remember. Yeah, I they, guess that's something we just don't know about. They were all in the middle of like leaving. Uh, uh, What's his name? Guido. They were all probably like looking for somewhere else, Guido. so like they weren't like about working for him anymore. Uh, John Pantaleon, Pantaleano, John Pantaleano. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. dude, he's so good. He's in Sopranos too. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, Guido, the the guy that plays Guido Joe, uh, Pantaleano. Um, I had a thought about what if this movie was like. So this happens a lot. I'm gonna get real off track here. Uh, for a second but i thought that like so what if joe pantaleano was his character from the sopranos and the sopranos was just an entire offshoot just to come back to that character Mm. later in the seasons and then pick up where like guido left off after risky business that being said interesting let's jump a little further in the movie Who's in this movie? Tom Cruise. What's happening? A bunch of sex parties. What other movie is he in that's a giant sex party? Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Yeah. So what if, like, he goes to Princeton and he gets into, like, this weird culty club and then he's invited (gasps) to, like, this party where people are fucking everywhere and they're like, we know you're about this business, Joel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm wow. just saying. Interesting. Interesting. I hope your minds are blown. Good day. Totally blown. Wow. And even isn't like well now this is like jumping off into a different universe, but like Vanilla Sky, he's like a successful business dude. I think I don't really remember. But oh. then like yep. the whole thing, he's like got the money and the funds to just like. I don't want to give that movie away, but uh do whatever happens in that movie yeah Uh, we could do a whole tom yeah we should do we should do vanilla sky sometime we should that movie really messed me up yeah i mean but funny is it is it is it all connected because he's tom cruise and essentially all joel or is it just like the mindset of you know kind of like the quote-unquote american white male what, what is this? Could be. Rich money, and it, then you're forwarded it, into like everything. this giant life. 
Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. saying, it goes deeper. Yeah. See, it goes deeper than a, than just a sixteen year old kid wanting to bang. It's a beautiful oh, movie. God. But the sixteen year old kid didn't want to bang. He was too scared, which I did think was also a problem. There's problems from all ends. He well, needs you some are. I mean, think about it. Like you're sixteen years. Anybody's afraid to lose their virginity to anybody. But then, like you know, he he's like. I'm going to do this. And he took the step and then he just like stepped up. Yeah. I mean, so he does end up calling Lana. Yeah. As we said, so he does end up doing it and she shows up. Yeah. And, and like she's Taylor amazing Smith. looking. She's beautiful. There's wind blowing windows open. Which they made it seem like she wasn't that much older than him. Yeah. With her backstory. Well, I think yeah. she, I think she said her yeah. age. Oh, did she? I think she said she was like, maybe she didn't. I don't remember that happening. Mm. I remember not knowing how old she was and wondering that myself. Because yeah. he's like, oh, why'd you like stop? Why'd you run away and do this or something? Like, yeah. He asked her yeah. a weird question. Um, and she basically was like, you know, my dad molested me, which kind of sucks. Yeah. And then her dad or her brother? Her stepdad. Her stepdad. Yeah. And then, so she ran off and she's doing this to make money to live on her own. But they made, like, the the appearance was that she wasn't that much older than him. Although I think she was definitely out of high school age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she had to have been, like, let's put her at, like, 21. Yeah. Yeah. She's young. But yeah, she's pretty. She spends the night, which I thought I'm like, is that something that normally happens? Is that yeah. how this all works? Oh, do my favorite know. conversation in the morning when she was like, "Can I be your girlfriend for the next few days and no charge?" That was a yeah, good line. Yeah. And then I thought about like when this movie came out, like how many girls ended up approaching men to like ask them out like that, no charge to be your girlfriend. No. That kind of brings up a good point, though, is that she was, I mean, it kind of put sex workers in a positive light, having her be, like, a main character, having her be like, I'm strong, I, like, mm-hmm. make my own money, I make my own decisions, yes. I leave my pimp, for, like, 1983 or whenever this yeah. was, like, she definitely wasn't submissive to her. Oh, yeah. No, all. she was definitely, sure, like, an like, enterprising, like, feminist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, whatever. Ideal. Yeah. True. She was wearing True. a top hat and like a pinstripe yeah. like jacket. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, and when he had his admissions officer in that uh in that room, she was like, We need this room. We need the room. <laughs> Do your shit and get out. Oh god. So I mean kind of forward thinking in yeah. some ways yeah but also true. really dated in other ways yeah yeah it there's yeah for sure uh but yeah so she stays the night in the morning she's like i need 300 dollar holla and he's like whoa that's way more than jackie was <laughs> 50 bucks <laughs> it's a lot of money yeah. i gotta go cash some bonds because yeah. i'm a rich kid which i'm like how's he aren't his parents gonna find out like and aren't they gonna be like what do you need that money for stress so level nervous. number one yeah, yeah i was like oh oh no not the bonds yeah that's uh, that's really the crevice where things start to open yeah, up for, really for like nervous. him like yeah fine i'm just gonna what cash some bonds what year did yeah. this come out 83 yeah, 83, I think. 
you believe um dude i there was like this really weird shot um around that time i'm trying to think um it was very interesting uh and this is another like wormhole kind of thing where uh was it the night that she stayed over and it just like went to a shot of like the inner city and there was like a stop sign and a drugstore but it said stop drugs and i was like this is during the reagan administration I bet. And like the big like anti-drug thing. So I wonder if there was any Mm -hmm. kind of sponsorship from, uh, you know, it was, man, I'm going to have to find. There's, there's so many things in this movie where I was just like, wow, stop drugs. That's pretty fucking deep. I bet that has to do with something. I wonder if there's any funding, but it also like, there's a very specific part I'm going to need to talk about later, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. I guess that kind of ties into your, like, is it a cautionary tale of like having sex and then drugs, and then it says stop drugs. So like stop drugs and yeah. sex. I don't know, but it's but he hard. doesn't do drugs. Oh, but then he does do drugs. Yeah, because she asked him if he if he wants to get high, and then he does, and he's just yeah. sitting there like an idiot with his ice cream cone. <gasps> okay, well hold that, keep that. We'll come back to that. All right, let's go back. He's getting his bonds. He comes yep. back, and what what happens? She's gone, right? What happens? She's gone, and she's not the only thing that's gone. The egg. She took his mother's expensive. I want to say Faberge egg, but it doesn't look like a Faberge no, egg. No, it's like a Swarovski egg. Yeah, like a crystal okay. egg. It's yeah. completely cut crystal glass. Also, egg who has that? I guess it's like an eighties thing, but a rich person. Yeah, Why? it's a very eighties thing, and it's like the mom's prized possession. It's just like a symbol of wealth. Again, it's like the eighties where it's like money was everything, oh, yeah. and everyone was just blowing money extravagantly. You could just have like gaudy yeah. shit. Because I would literally, I would sell that in a garage sale. Like I would yeah, like that's so how ugly. I clutter in my house. Yeah, so ugly. he mad. He's really mad. Yeah. I would be so hurt if I were him. Like, I would just be like, oh, we had, like, a thing. Like, but then he something. But then he tracked her down. Yeah. He did track he her down. He was very, very resourceful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of like a, hey, I'm not trying to fuck you over. I have your money. But it was also kind of like a flex, yeah. like, I found you. How did he find her? I, I, don't, I think I missed that part where all of a sudden I was like, wait, how do you find her? Jackie, Jackie hooked it up. He was like, Jackie, oh. like, where does she live? Or oh, whatever. and then she and so, like hangs around there. He said, "Yeah, got mm-hmm. it." Got and it. Jackie yeah. came got in it, clutch. So, so mm-hmm. okay, all this right. Is the most honorable character of the movie. So yeah. Miles, Jackie was Miles amazing. was kind of like uh, the catalyst. Jackie was kind of like the mm-hmm. the Sherpa, if you will. That showed him his destiny. <laughs> What's a sherpa? What a does sherpa that mean? is like oh. a guide. Oh. Damn, this I'm movie's thinking deep. like the fabric sherpa. No, he's not a soft, <laughs> cuddly sherpa lining. <laughs> You've been in retail well, for too okay, long. I guess we don't know what pronoun to call Jackie. Oh, I've been calling Jackie right. her. You're saying him, but really we don't know because Zay. It's not All right. even. It's not told us. It's not told us. This is the thing, man. You right. can't. Uh, it's Zay. it's hard to. It's hard to talk about these past movies in a in a contemporary yeah like vernacular but i mean but it's okay to ask those questions yes yes mm-hmm. i completely agree uh, i don't think these questions would have happened in 1983 absolutely not yeah no it's true but yeah so jackie I feel like, jackie was cool. oh uh 
Yeah, that's hard because Jackie is a male and female name. Jeez. Yep. They. They is the only way to go. Yeah. It's deep, dude. I'm telling you, so, it's deeper than some kid just trying to bone. <laughs> Even though that's that's the there's definitely more to tinder. unpack. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. God, there's so much more. Um, okay. so they they find her and they're like, "Come with us. We need to get that egg. Get right. that egg, and then we'll give you the bacon." Exactly, and it was like. They, it was they were trying to separate from their pimp Guido, the yeah. Sopranos guy, mm-hmm. um, her and the friend that she lived with, because yeah. they're like, you know, we don't want to be with him anymore. He's like holding our stuff ransom. We don't need him. And then they come back to Joel's house for a little bit, and Joel, being the very sweet, like helpful kid, is like, yeah, you know, stay here, but I need my egg but stay here. Yeah. And, um, we're skipping a part. I want to talk about though. Okay. Interject. They get in a big car chase with Guido. Yeah. (gasps) Right. Um, and with the Porsche and everything, but there's like one, like very specific part where she's like, Lana is like yelling at the window at him. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. blah. And she's like, big man with a gun, blah, blah, blah. And that really stuck out to me because that's a nine inch nails song. And I was like, dude, is that about this movie? And it's, I couldn't find anything that said it was, but I was really surprised that like, that's like a weird, that's not a saying, is it? Cause I was also trying to find that out. Couldn't mm. find it, Big but it's like she uses God. it so specifically, and like that's a specific name, and it's about this like it's just like a very like heavy masculine song that's kind of like also not politically correct in terms of sex and stuff, but it was really interesting. But nowhere is it mentioned that that's where that song came from. But I was just really intrigued, like just a weird connection in the matrix of the life. Yeah. Yeah, I think he maybe got the title from there. I don't think it's like in reference. He to never the movie. said he did. Yeah, but but uh, I was just wondering if anyone was familiar. These with lyrics that are very very what they thought interesting, and I don't think tie into the movie. Oh, they're very macho. Yeah, yeah they're very, very macho. Yeah, which he said that's why he wrote the song. He did it intentionally. He wanted to write a very explicit macho song. Um, I don't know why he just did. I like the first two but, lines. I am a big man. Yes, I am. Can I have a gun? Um, What's the next line after that? I think it's like, put it in your face or something. Nope. It's got me a big old dick, and I like to have oh, fun. Yeah. Disgusting. Okay. So, anyways, they get in this big car chase, and then they like, what did he say when he finally gets to his house? He says something about a Porsche. <laughs> He's, oh I didn't yeah, write it he down. like. I missed it. Yeah, he makes it He's kind like of like German a Porsche engineering. Yeah, <laughs> like a Porsche commercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was funny, but yeah, that then they're back funny. at the house. Then they're back yeah. at the house. That's right. I forgot because Joel goes to find her in like some swanky upscale place. I don't even remember where, but that's where he meets her, and she's like dodging her pimp, and then hops in the car, and then the car yeah. chase. Right. I'm yeah. with you. And then they go back to his house. And 
she spends the night. This is before the friend comes. I was getting my timelines mixed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she comes back to the house. It's just the two of them. She says she's going to get back the egg. And then her and the friend, the friend eventually moves in, though. Yeah, because, like, he ends up going to school. He wants her to leave. And she's like, listen, I need time. If you need your egg, I need time. So he he lets her stay there while he goes to school. He yes. he has a, which is when another part where they have the pop quiz and he doesn't do well on it because mm-hmm. he didn't study because he was having sex with a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like the consequences or you're like, Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, and he's just like, like, the stress dreams that he's having when he's doing everything right, like, I, like that's why the fact that it snowballs and he's doing even worse things. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to have, like, a panic attack. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So but. much turmoil and trauma. And none of it's his fault, really, because his stupid friend started all of it. He just wanted a mm-hmm. chill weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he but he's like, uh, what is it? He's complicit. He is complicit, yes, because yes. he didn't have to call Lana, but he did. Yep. It could have all been done with Jackie, and he's like, Could not have all do been it. done with Jackie. What do you mean? Oh, oh, you're saying like it could have been like he made a mistake, Jackie go home, and then never speak yeah. of it again. Okay, I thought yes. you were saying like he could have gotten all of his needs met with Jackie, and I was like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> No, that's not. All right, sorry. What I meant. Sorry, Daniel. Nah, how that works. So next plot point is he goes to school, and then is this when he comes home and some things are missing? Am I remembering this right? Mm, his friend, her friend's there. Yeah, yeah. Glenn, friend, when he goes back movement. home, Glenn is walking out because you know. Glenn's always fucking there. Yeah, and yeah. Glenn got she laid is, by his like, roommate. stuff. She's yep. pricing stuff out in his home while he's at school, but they never explain why she was oh, doing that. Interesting. She's looking uh, at the like silver candlesticks and she's looking at what brand the rug is. Like she is pricing everything out in his it. home, which plays a plot point towards the end, which we can talk about at the end. Um, but she is she's pricing everything out. Yeah, okay, that makes Jack, a lot of sense. her friend comes in. That makes a lot of sense now because then he also asks her a question and kind of in the middle of the movie if mm. it was like all a setup or something. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. But yeah, so her friend's there now. What's her friend's name? No idea. I don't know. I keep wanting to say Jackie, but that's not what her friend's name was. Uh, but that's kind of when they explain. Vicky? Yeah, maybe it's Vicky. I think it's Vicky. Yeah, Vicky. Yep. Got it. So she's there and he's like, why is this happening? <laughs> he's like, yeah. she tries to pay him for having sex with his friend. As like a referral. Yeah. I missed that part. She's like 50 bucks for the house. Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't give me any money. I don't want any part of this. Wow. Yeah. Like you yeah. guys have to go. Is, yeah, is he's like, get out, go on now, get. And they're like, listen, we can't. And is that when Guido shows up? Now I'm confused. I know, I'm getting confused. Uh, I think what happens no. is he goes to school, right? At Like, he's continuing to go to school, and he comes home one day, and then 
right? Am I remembering well, that right? Well, I think, so around then, yeah, I, think I think she she mentions, like, the referral program, right? Of just, like, getting his friends in and out and, like, them splitting, splitting the stuff. Oh, wait. Right. Here's, here's what happens. He does continue to keep going to school, and then one night he's doing his homework. She comes upstairs, and she's like, me and Vicky are going to get high and get ice cream. You want to oh, yeah. join? Yeah, and yeah. he's like, yeah. Sounds good to me. And he does. And it brings it back to the war on drugs because they do all get high and, and need ice cream. Mm-hmm. And then the Porsche rolls into the, the lake. Right. That's exactly <laughs> I was not what expecting happened. it to go Which through I that thought, pier. I thought the pier should have been able to hold that car. Did anyone else think that? Yeah, that's why I was I like, okay, you. he stopped it. But. Yeah. That's yeah. probably one of the only t- only moments of resistance in the movie. Like is where he's just like, "Oh, this is like an actual consequence. Everything up until then was like, you know, a little trivial, but it's like mm-hmm. not until like that's like the biggest like consequence." Yeah, cuz I think he even has business. the crystal egg back by then. Yeah. Yeah, she gave right? it back like I early think he on. He has the egg by yeah. then. Yeah. 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 So uh so that's and when he's like, we need to figure out how to get this car fixed. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and he doesn't get like, his tardy pass at school. Yes. Yeah. And then he gets suspended. And he's like losing it slowly. Oh, I forgot that he got suspended. Yeah. Because he yoked up that, that oh. woman. They don't, need, they don't even bring that back up. Yeah. He's just yeah. ruining his future left and right. Yeah, so but so his friends feel pretty bad. Like I will say his friends do feel pretty bad and there's not much I can do. Like they don't have the money to fix the Porsche. Like it's all waterlogged. Mm-hmm. And then Lana has a crazy idea that just might work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a on her business hat. Yeah. Just like, let me tell you. Um, um, I did kind of draw an interesting parallel between this and the social network though because like it's kind Ooh, of like two yeah, two what? friends not like it, it was kind of like two friends like making a startup and like splitting it and then like getting into trouble classic story arc of the startup so just felt felt pretty good mm-hmm. to kind of draw that parallel you can see it happening yeah yeah, and the the backdrop for the idea is that you know Joel and his friends in high school are in this club, the entrepreneurs like the what was the name? Is that right? It was like the yeah. um, oh the uh, new entrepreneur. No, young entrepreneur. young enterprisers. Yeah, young enterprisers. Yeah, that's yeah. it. it. Was like a club you could actually be in in high school, which is kind of wild. Where you come up yeah. with a business idea and like you write the business plan and you are like, I've made four hundred dollars with my plan so far. Um, so you know, with Lana's idea to be like, I've got a lot of friends, you've got a lot of friends. If your friends come from rich families, they can pay to have sex with my friends and you get a cut. Yeah. So like, <laughs> why not? So they buy a bunch of mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> or do they rent like mattresses everywhere? Yeah, I just oh think God. he had that. No, remember they're at the mattress store, and she's like testing out the cots. Oh, right. I just and put that like scene together. I was like, oh, that's why they're there. Yeah, got it. 
Because it was like a montage of them planning and scheming where she's yeah. rolling on like the mattresses and he's like going up to all his friends like, hey. Oh, right. That's where he's just that's where he turns into the cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's I was like, just focused more on like the cool guy aspect of it. I was like, wow, he, he wears his sunglasses at night. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's doing all that. <laughs> I get it. So they're both putting take, in work. If you take nothing else away from this movie. If you have a blazer, you're made in the you 80s. You can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you can do anything. Blazer and sunglasses. Wow. Amazing. But yeah, so they, which to me, that feels so gross. Like to have all my friends have sex in various places in my yes. house with random yes. people. Like I'd be like, hmm. dude, there That's were an not, excessive amount of people that showed thing. up to that party lots like, and lots like to the point where i'm like how did no one call the cops yeah right what are the neighbors thinking yeah i don't know they but, have a bunch of young boys are all dressed up like really nice like they're like i'm about to get laid Blah. so gross and just like think of the smell you know the smell uh, no disgusting and then i was surprised that he just had his friends and anyone just answering the phone when he knows at any point his parents could be calling i was yes. shocked that he's like just get the phone no big deal yeah <laughs> again like throwing caution to the wind like yeah it's like it's, it's definitely like teenage brain it's like yeah yeah where, like teenagers don't always think sometimes they just say what the fuck <laughs> <gasps> there it is Oh. Ding, ding. Yeah. Wow. The motto yeah. of the movie. What the fuck gives you freedom? Yeah. Well, yeah. Give um, no fucks. So. Uh, but I guess you have to give one fuck yeah. because he actually like fell in love with her, right? Well, I mean, wouldn't you if you were a teenage boy? Like, what's not to love? I mean, she could have just <laughs> been like, "This is strictly business." Yeah. Well, who knows? Um, but yeah, so during this like sex party, his interviewer shows up for Princeton, which like what time? It's like eight o'clock. It's dark outside, and yeah. the Princeton. And he said they had it scheduled. Like who yeah. schedules that? And I'm like, really, really eight p.m. Yeah, and he totally does so bad on the interview. So bad. <laughs> and Lana's like interrupting and yeah. he's like, ah, pushing sorry. beds in there. <laughs> so weird. Okay, so is it kind of at that moment? I kind of took it as um, I took it as he was being the miles for that guy. He was telling that guy to be like, sometimes you got to say just like, what the fuck, and call a prostitute, and mm-hmm. like not be a square. Mm-hmm. So is it like? an expansion thing for that guy too or is it the propagation of toxic masculinity and just be like okay you go to secret cult parties at um princeton this is a secret cult party we're in the same thing um you know is it is it that i don't know it's hard to say i feel like at that point joel was like everything in my life has completely crumbled to pieces so at this point there's really nothing i can even do so I'm just going to say what the fuck to this interviewer because there's no way I'm saving this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. I think it's also like a passing out of knowledge to that that interviewer, too, to just be like, chill. Like, I don't know. I think I think it was definitely yeah. like another catalyst moment for another 
Um, I think part of it was like he saw him in his element and how he was commanding the room and it was like, we need kids like this at Princeton. But then Mm -hmm. that's just a fraction of it. The other fraction of it is like boys club, like, oh, boys club. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah. 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 Because then the interviewer stays and like does some stuff with some of the women, which is like, Mm -hmm. yikes. Where it's like, and on top of that, like, so like this interviewer technically doesn't really know what's going on right away. All he sees are women and what he knows are teenage boys. So he doesn't even know how old these women are or mm-hmm. what's going on in this house. I thought he was he an FBI agent. I thought he was going to get busted. And he still talks to them. <laughs> Honestly, he, in, if this movie was made in 2020, he, it, that's what would have happened. <laughs> yes. So it just kind of grossed me out altogether that I'm like, why is he, he knows he's at a house with teenagers and he, maybe at some point he finds out they're prostitutes and he knows they're not teenagers too, but it's like, ugh, yikes. Yeah. It made me uneasy. And Big old uneasy. stressful. Yeah. yeah. I just wrote in all caps, these are children. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so shocked. You're like, uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting from like your guys's view because I'm thinking of it as like, uh, as like a teenage boy that I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that teenagers don't do stuff like that, but I guess I was just like, the fact that it was so glorified really like made me uncomfortable, yeah. Uh, I think if this movie was made in 2020, I think it would be even more stressful because they'd add like real consequences like Mm. it would be like you know the police showing up the fbi or you know what i mean like it would be like very much like these are real consequences that are happening and he either he would somehow get out of it or he would get punished i guess yeah i don't know yeah Yeah. i think the important thing for that is that this movie would not be made another any other time maybe the 90s yeah but it'd be a little more yeah Um, well definitely mm -hmm. more kooky would never make it today no right (laughs) so then after the party during the party right during During the party party? they leave don't they no the party's done everyone's tired the ladies are are gonna sleep in the house but lana says i want to have sex on a train oh (gasps) Oh, she's hungry she's hungry and she wants to have sex on a train Right. She words it differently. What does she say? Oh, that's the She's... name of the Tangerine Dream song. Uh, what is it? It's it's called um, Love on the Real Train. Make love on a love. train. Yeah. Not have sex. She wants to make love. <laughs> love. And he's like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. But yeah. But it was yeah. like, it, it stemmed from like the, the toy train thing, right? Yeah, because like... he was in a room playing with the train. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Was that like a euphemism? Like, uh, I'm just in here, like, in, like, playing with my train all alone. And then she's like, I'll take you on a real train. Well, because he went down there because he knew the interviewer was still there. and was really embarrassed about what was going on in the house. Yeah. With with the interviewer there. So he was, like, hiding out. Because when she comes down there, he's like, is the interviewer still here? And she's like, yep. And he's like, ugh. Yeah, got it. Right, right. So, I don't know about, I don't know. So he's yeah. just he's having, but, but yeah, yeah, something that means something, something 
something means something dude that trains. whole sequence of them like leaving the house going to the train the tension that's built on the train until like they kick like the drunk guy off and the last people leave and then they finally yeah. like get each other dude that's probably one of the best scenes of uh, i mean it goes down as like a really good like top scene of i think it's just because of like the tension that builds and how like they, they're mm-hmm. just like distant but like still like touching a little bit and i'm just like damn i didn't i didn't think this this movie was gonna be that deep but yeah i was into it and then well, with and kind of going back playing, to it <laughs> like um so he he kind of goes down in his basement he's like finding comfort by himself with this like toy train kind of taking him back but like he, he's never really felt like comfortable where he's at. Like he's never felt comfortable at his home. Like miles at the beginning of the movie is like reading in the newspaper. He's like, look in the privacy of your own home, have sex with a prostitute. And, and Joel is like, Ooh, that sounds terrible. But it's like once Lana brought up, let's have sex somewhere else. Let's get out oh, of the house. Let's go yeah. somewhere you've never gone before is when he has that like cathartic release of like, wow, this is what life is outside of what I know. That yeah. is really well said. And I feel like it lends to the whole like dream thematic yeah. thing that he like wants to live in a fantasy and not like mm-hmm. live the reality that his parents want him to have. Yeah. Yeah. I want to sure. know who accepted the role of that guy on the train that just stared at them. Oh my gosh. How that do you guy, get cast I was for that so part? uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. He looks familiar too. Showing back up, they kept like it's not just like one eye contact. It's like he keeps showing up, like staring at him, like, "What you guys doing?" Like so gross. Oh, dude! By the way, finally, Tom. Speaking of just like guys that look alike, I was so bothered I couldn't figure out who played Miles, and I found out um, it was Curtis Armstrong. But Curtis Armstrong kind of looks like Clint Howard. Uh, <gasps> and so I was like, "Huh?" Like I thought I thought it was Booger from Animal House, and then I confirmed, "Yes, Curtis Armstrong is Booger from Animal House." Oh. But then I was like, yeah. "Oh, Clint!" How it took me forever. Like I even googled that guy in that movie, which took me to a site that had like a bunch of just random dudes from random movies, and it was so satisfying to go down and like look at guy like that guy from that movie because it was just like firing off all the shit in my brain where i'm just like i don't know it was kind of like popping bubble bubble wrap just to like see all these guys on one page but um yeah yeah Yeah. clint howard is actually like it's ron howard's brother and they like clint howard looks like he just got beat with a stick dude compared to ron howard how does that happen did you find his picture but he always plays kind of like a Wait, did you say something, Emily? <laughs> no, I, all, oh. I, all I said was that he he's like has played into that for his whole career. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like in horror movies, and, and he's, he's like, like a humble like, character. So, yeah, he was. Um, it took me a long time to remember what movie he was in, but then I remembered he was in uh, the stands in the Water Boy. He was one of the guys that was like, "No, yeah. I said Joe Montana." <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hated that it took me probably three quarters of the movie to remember that it was bothering me wow I could see that I could see the the likeness Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah 
Wow. So what happens next? They're on the train. Mm-hmm. Beautiful they scene. They have sex. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful scene yeah. on the train. And then they... She goes home. Yeah. He goes home. And when he goes home, he realizes all of his stuff is gone. Yes. Yeah, his house is empty. Yes. Completely gutted. Yeah. Like, not even a thing on the wall or on the floor. Yeah. And so he tracks her down, and then... He tries to call her, and Guido answers her phone. Yeah, Guido's at her house. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you done messed up now, Yeah, kid. And that's when we all kind of question, like, oh, my God, so Lana's back with Guido, and was she doing this the whole time? Did she Mm -hmm. use him? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did she set him up? Did she set him up? Because he even, yeah, he asks, and he doesn't really get a straight answer. Mm Mm-hmm. From Vicky. He asked it twice. I think he asked Vicky and he asked Lana. Yes. Wait, what'd they say? I don't remember that. Vicky didn't give him a straight answer. I think Lana says no. Lana said no, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she said no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that brings up your point of like, uh, you know, after Guido is like, you know, like you fucked with the wrong guy. You know, he ends up mm-hmm. back at his house with all of his furniture. Uh, yeah. And it's interesting that like Vicky was with him and he was buying yep. it back off of Guido. Yeah. So essentially Guido made all the money from the night. But yeah. apparently he still had enough to fix the Porsche. Yes. But see, which is important. That's what I'm trying to understand is if like it started off as a hustle or uh you know because he still he still made money and so like was it yeah did they still go through with the plan and guido got his money but then lana was like well let's give him a little chunk of change to fix the car because i think the car was already fixed at that point was it no or yes i think it was i thought it was too because i remember yeah because i think the he um but then how the the turn of events none of it makes sense but i remember him pulling it out of the garage fixed yeah yeah i don't remember when either way he gets some money it's hard to say i feel like vicky could have been in on it with guido and i like to think that lana was actually like had good intentions yes yeah but you just can't trust anyone i don't know yeah no because she definitely like they knew he had expensive stuff in that house right but, but dude, then they give it all back. And then yeah. he still owes Guido $300, remember? Yeah. Well, he was like, dude, they got yeah. they he got all of his stuff back and it was just on the yard and then he got his friend to just like move it back into his house. Mm-hmm. Like do you think that was that's some hard work. Dude, if there was not a moving company called Risky Business Movers when this movie came out, I swear <laughs> to god it was a missed opportunity, dude. Like <laughs> yeah we'll move yeah. all your stuff back sure. in like your parents are coming from back from out of town yeah they're quick efficient yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a really great business idea i'm telling you i yeah. want to invest risky business weavers <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did a good job yeah they did it's all moved back in mm-hmm. and then he meets back up with her 
and like they kind of have like a truce moment where it's like he knows she took the stuff but he still agrees to meet up with her or like she had some involvement maybe but then they're like we can't see each other anymore right yeah, they have to, like, part ways, and I don't know if it's because he's like, listen, I need to graduate. Well, yeah, he's going to Princeton. Yeah, but we also, yeah, so, like, the parents come home. That's also when he finds out he got into Princeton. Yeah. He, the egg was scratched. Right. But Which, that's whatever. They were pissed. But then, yeah, then egg. he's back with Lana. So I think he's like, okay, I can't hang out with you right now, Lana, because I need to graduate so I can go to Princeton. But like we we need to connect back up. We after need to that. connect on LinkedIn and talk yeah. about our business ventures. Yeah, because yeah, I think Lana's still trying to like do her own side prostitution sex work thing. Yeah, I'm, right. I feel like I'm using the wrong word. Sex work is the word. I think it was funny. Yeah, I mean, same. I think it was kind of cool how they tied in like how all these kids were making like these little like uh what was he called? The Future Enterpriser presentations. And they were like, we made $800 this summer. And he's like, I made eight grand. In one day. I thought that was so stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like eight grand in like one day. But yeah, that that kind of like makes me think of like, okay. With love. Self-fulfillment or something. What was it? I don't know. (gasps) Yeah, you're right. What was that? What did he call his thing? It was like entertain or uh, human satisfaction. Yeah, something something like that. Yeah, human fulfillment. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Human needs fulfillment or something. Yeah. But what is that? Like, what's the what's the message of this movie though? Then, because like it it almost started off as like the cautionary tale, like be careful what you wish for type deals, Mm -hmm. but then like Mm -hmm. he ended up kind of getting everything that he wanted. And I think of like who the person he wished he was came out. So is it like just be yourself? Is it just go with the flow? It seems kind of like a just go with the flow Dharma kind of like, you know, there's mm-hmm. a flow to the universe. You know, and then yeah. like his kind of no fucks was passed on to like a bunch of different people. But then at the same time, it it it, it was not very good yeah. behavior. It's hard because, like, yeah, at the end, it kind of is, like, yeah, just kind of live, like, what the fuck, things will fall into place. But also, like, he got away with a lot of stuff that most people wouldn't be able to get away with. So, right. I don't know. Like, Maybe money buys like everything? High risk, yeah. high reward. Like, the yeah. more risk It's a risky take. business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a risky it's business. business. You know? Yeah, like, I mean, business. I guess, yeah, through all of that, there's chaos, there's peace, there's love life it's like life life is a risky business just in general yeah huh i don't know i also wrote down this is kind of unrelated but like quoted the dude on the phone said princeton can use a guy like joel and that really kind of pissed me off why because again it goes back to like the club thing and i'm like that's what princeton needs that's what princeton's looking for but also like from, from the completely other side of the argument it's like a business a young entrepreneur like a competent person well, like yeah look at it three ways their beliefs look at it three ways worried. though look at it as like okay there's the boys club then yes there's the entrepreneurial spirit or is it like <laughs> they could use an open mind like joel's like he opened that dude's mind and just told him yeah. like just fucking go with it yeah so i mean it could go from many different directions it could know. 
But my mom definitely went there too. Like I was yeah. definitely like I was like Ugh. Yeah. But, so like after all of this, do you think that do you still like hate it as much as you did? Like do you think it's it's still just about like a sixteen year old trying to bone? Or do you think it's about this deeper thing? And it's no, just I and it's just a time piece. Like it. I don't like it because I don't like the message that it gives off to cocky men. So you don't like how it's going to be interpreted by toxic masculine men already. People yes. that are already predisposed to that. Yes, because it validates their beliefs. Okay. That they can get away with anything. Got it. And there won't be any repercussions. And you'll make it into your whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. So that's, kind of, that's like, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I don't no, say no, that, cancel it, but... No, that makes sense, though. That makes sense. I'm just trying to think of, like... I'm trying to think of something along those lines where it's just, like, is there a predisposition for toxic masculinity and that's there anyway, they're going to do what they want, and this is just a timepiece. But it also, like, could give permission of, like, this is what men were like back in the day. Like, I'm going to be that. There's no real men around anymore. I get where you're coming from. I did enjoy like, the a way, It's an excuse where you're like, well, that's just how things were back then. Right. I, I did that. That's just how it was. Like, you know, and they, like, you can't use that as an excuse. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what people use, like, you know, saying like, that's gay or that's retarded now a day is like, well, mm -hmm. that was cool when we were like, you know, like 13, but you can't really say that now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, people have a right to like it. I, I see what, I see the parts of why people liked it and why you guys, you know, liked certain parts of it. I see it. Uh I I just think that if I'm gonna watch a teen sex comedy, I would rather watch <laughs> Risky Business than American Pie. Oh, uh, yeah, and you know I don't, I've never seen American Pie, but I know I wouldn't like it. Okay, that, you gotta watch I don't it. Like, it's cringy. It's cringy. Like it's, I don't like that cringy comedy. It's cringy in an over the top kind of way. I think yeah. Risky yeah. Business asks a lot of like deeper questions and probably has like maybe ten yeah. layers. It's a 10-layer yeah, lasagna. American Pie is really yeah, only like watchable. a three-layer. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. like really shut your brain off to American Pie and just like uh, uh, laugh. Yeah. And I yeah. hate that kind of, ooh, I do not like but that kind of comedy. But I also think comedy. it's kind of like, it, it is that genre, right? Like it's like what, like 1999? Like that's when like Road mm -hmm. Trip. Uh, yeah. And I don't like any of that. What was the movie where they have Mitchapalooza? Old School. Like all of those. No, like coming... Old School is a funny movie. Old school is but funny. But old school kind of is almost around like the it's it like circles the same like vein as this. It's movie a little almost. bit classier though. Yeah, it's it's weird because <laughs> it's not a coming of age movie, but it's like a coming yeah. of re middle age movie. Maybe that's why I like it. Maybe I just don't like coming of age movies. Yeah, they I don't make think you me do. Feel weird, and maybe that ties back to something deeper that I might need therapy. Because you weren't invited so. to parties in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what was the movie that we tried to watch the other day where that dude was in a donut suit? Oh, and it keeps showing up as my you should watch this. Uh, um, it's not accepted uh, because I tried sex, to find accepted. It's, it's like sex. No. Se what was it called? Senior Donut? Yeah. <sighs> Let me look. Senior Donut. And I'm going to find this out. Sex Drive. Sex Drive. Yeah. I mean... The Not thing right. with that movie is that it came out, I think, t like a few years after, like the big coming of age, like, like the, 
yeah, it came out way later than like super bad and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely like a missed a missed opportunity and they tried to make it yeah. bad. But yeah. yeah, super bad was good. Oh, like, I do like super bad. But super bad's more about like drinking and stuff. I don't know. But it's still like a coming of age movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah. It's a weird one. It was risky. It was a weird one. Dude, Maybe yeah, I was risky. really surprised at how man, I'm telling you, hypervigilance during risky business was very interesting. Yeah. I liked that they uh, they kind of tied it all in together. I like how the beginning was like a dreamy thing and the end was like him reflecting back. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As a movie, it's it's pretty well done. Yeah, it was a well-made like. movie. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. For sure. Tom Cruise is really young, but I think he looks really old on the on the like picture, like the advertising picture. He it does. looks like him now. It looks like Tom Cruise now. Yeah. When I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it's I only his face it. and glasses. It's like his eyes and glasses. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Hmm. But yeah, Rebecca De Mornay, who plays Lana, is very much so like the Taylor Swift before she was Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's cool. Hmm. That's it. I don't think I have anything else to say. What a good I wrote a lot time. of things in caps. Oh, I put uh, thanks. I hated it. I wrote that down. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you really hated it. Emily, what's what's your overall take on it? Like do you hate it or do you love it? Well, I mean, I guess yeah, what where do you fall on the scale? I I enjoyed it. I appreciated it. It was also stressful. So it falls somewhere in the middle for me because I'm like, this is really well done and it's interesting and mm-hmm. it is sort of like a time capsule yeah. in a weird way and like a social experiment to look back on. But then it's also, you know, I don't know, it stresses me out, like all the the plot points, like those types yeah. of movies. I'm just like, oh, my God, don't do it. Uh. But, yeah. yeah, I would I would like to know if the people who dress up as him for Halloween have seen the movie. I would I need like I need I want someone to write a thesis on people who dress up as that look for yep. halloween i'm gonna tell you yeah, i've never seen it. anybody Do dress like that deep. i need to know dude google it google it it's so it's such a big like sorority thing oh and dude i'm telling you to, because it's a to, it's a rich white thing it's it's like you know a top it's like class a, like we're in a sorority we're in like a prestigious college whatever like you know we'll we'll yeah. you know our parents have money <laughs> i have i have something to read kind of like to end it if if you guys I, I was looking into the costume thing and I found this girl's blog. It's called newdressaday.com. And on mm. October 30th, 2014, she described doing this costume. And I just really want to read what she wrote because I was laughing the whole time, which Let's might be it. mean. All right. Halloween location looks 28 of 31, risky business. My month of DIY costume shot in front of the actual shooting locations continues. Day 28 is here, and I get to play out one of Tom Cruise's most iconic roles. Today's costume comes from Risky Business. <laughs> one of my all-time favorite Tom Cruise roles. I mean, come on. Dancing in that white shirt to good time rock and roll? The best ever! The film shot mostly in Chicago. However, there was additional material shot in L.A., and this house in Altadena was said to be where some of it was filmed. 
so a trip had to be made. To complete the Tom Cruise costume from Risky Business, here are the main elements you'll need. Oh, it's a picture. It's shirt, sunglasses. Underwear. A button down shirt, underwear, socks. You're telling me this girl went to California and to the filming location? Just to take a picture in front of it. Yes. Dude, she that's did. the life of an influencer. <laughs> if you've got a rad brother, boyfriend, husband, pal, cousin, etc., who might have these pieces in their closets, borrow away. Oh my god. She borrowed her boxer. Oh no, she bought the boxers. But like, can you imagine borrowing boxers from your brother? It's so gross. Nope. I put on my nope. shirt, boxers, sunnies, and socks and started to play air guitar. Because when you're Tom Cruise, you play air guitar. <laughs> then I pretended to sing old time rock and roll. Because <laughs> when you're Tom Cruise, you sing. Oh no, you don't just sing. You pretend to sing old-time rock and roll i kind of love this look brown wig and all i think this could be very fun party theme and 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 then it just goes on anyways i don't know i just thought it was really funnily 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 worded yeah it's so like over the top like oh yeah like (laughs) but yeah it's a big it's a big thing and I don't understand it. It was that now, now that I've seen the movie, I'm like, ooh, no, nope, <laughs> nope. Not no. what I'm looking to do. Nope. I don't know. It's a fun costume. Just get to walk around in your underwear. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was girls who had like the shirt unbuttoned and their bra was like showing, you know, the like, oh, classic. Of okay, so it's just Halloween like look. close to yeah, just like a like the Halloween thought thing. It's like a nice like. Yeah. Like, let's take anything on the planet and make it slutty. I'm a slutty dust bunny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. a slutty right. bottle of yeah, water. Yeah. Sick. I'm Tom Cruise. But really, it's just me and my bra. But I'm I have to wear a long shirt. Because I'm not even sure if, like, let me look at these pictures. If they even wear the boxers. I think they just wear the long shirt. Let's yeah, that's see. all you're supposed to be able to see. Yeah, I guess that's true. But uh, is it implied I feel like he's probably wearing briefs. You think he's wearing boxers? No, he's wearing briefs, dude. Do they it, show it? Yes, and there's a yeah, there's a point the in the movie too where they like they have a shot of just like his dong. It's literally just. Is he like, wearing Hanes? Yes. Hanes or Calvin Klein? Pretty sure they're Hanes. <gasps> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. No one wears. Okay, so it is just like an excuse to wear a long shirt and nothing else. Yeah. Huh. Well, these pictures are funny. You guys should look it up. I definitely but will. Yeah, someone did their baby. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> don't, I don't like it. So weird. Straight out of the womb, he's like swindling the stuff out of our home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how come nobody dresses up as Guido? But, and I'm also pretty sure that wouldn't fucking fly in 2020. Having a dude's name Guido in a movie that's also Italian. No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a weird move. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird move. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Well, thanks for recommending that, dude. I, I don't think I would have yeah. ever watched that movie and I would never. never added it to like my some of my top favorite movies. Yeah. I love it. I'm I'm yeah. so glad that we all watched it. And I loved yeah. like you guys brought up some points that I hadn't even thought about. So Well, it's I think as we went into it to evaluate it, I think you just like you just watched it. 
you know. So I mean, I had I it, did. I was also like yeah. I kind of had it on to the side, but then I would get like really focused on it and I'm just like, "Wait a second." Yeah. So I feel like we'll have to pick the next movie and I'm really excited. I'll come to the table with more notes because this was one that I just watched recreationally. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have to pick the next one yeah. and I will bring more to the table. Yeah. 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 Well, this was, yeah, this was fun. I liked, I liked, uh, I liked going in with us all having things to say. This is a better format. I feel like we all need to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Same. Be happy yeah. you guys didn't watch Kangaroo Jack. You did not miss it. <laughs> okay. I'll just live with the flashbacks shoot. that are in my uh panel too. Yeah. 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 So we'll have to pick the next one. We can rotate. Somebody else can pick the next one. Or no, you, you totally pick it. Pick it. Yeah. Okay. I'll pick the next chick of Do it and just let and, us uh, know, dude. Literally have nothing going on. So Yeah, same. Same cool. Okay. Well, I'm playing risky business right now because I only seven percent, and then I have to plug Ooh. my laptop in. So. Uh oh. All right. Well. Well, thanks, thanks dude. so much for coming on. Thanks for having me on the show. It was yeah. so fun. It was great. Right. It's wonderful. You can honestly critique movies. It's got some good feedback. Beautiful. <laughs> all right. Sure. See you. Be it's safe. All because of you. All right. <laughs> Bye. You. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, and so that's that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. That's a wrap. All right, guys. <laughs> so that's a wrap. So that's a wrap. What's up, guys? <laughs> All right. Let's say you, you you usually do it. I can't stop now. What's up, guys? Okay, guys. Well, okay, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for coming by. Uh, thank you, Emily. Yes, our girl, our chick. Yeah, let us know what the next movie is. Very excited. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with this one. We hope you guys liked it. Thank you, Wendy's. Uh, yes, thank you, Wendy's. Let's throw Dairy Queen in there. Oh, yeah, Dairy Queen. Yeah, gonna need some dessert. Thank you, Popeyes. Thank you, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Chaka Ball. Yeah, thank you. For fueling my life. Bring me joy. Let's let's throw out your order out there. Let's throw out your order in the calorie count. All right. So my order at Taco Bell is a cheesy gordita crunch, a cheese quesadilla, an order of nachos, which is like just the chips with the cheese, a hard taco, and a drink, like a medium Baja Blast. Um What are we clocking in at? It's 1,580 calories. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up the other day. But, okay, <laughs> which... Know it'd be so much. which <laughs> I never thought it would end this way. <laughs> no wonder I'm fat. Well, which which one of those do you think is the most, like, panic-ordered? Or do you think the entire order is a solid order? Because when I go to Taco Bell, I get two things. I only get... I always get a cheesy gordita crunch and some kind of quesarito. And whatever my third item is, is always a panic buy. Mm -hmm. Drinks excluded. Oh. Well, I don't usually have, like, panic orders, but I, I would say, like, the hard taco is probably unnecessary. Um, the cheese quesadilla is probably unnecessary, but I like it. It's good. I like how it tastes. Well, you know? Yeah. It hits the chemical. Your, um, your brain tells you those, to do this. 
Yeah, and both of those items aren't that many calories. The the cheese you already to crunch itself said five hundred calories. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like taco shell cheese, taco shell meat, cheese, jalapeno sauce. I want you to order so, like that. Hey, can I get the cheese that's tortilla, sour cream, ground beef, hard shell, lettuce, beef, tomatoes, sour cream, a little more sour cream, lettuce, tortillas. Was that Crunchwrap Supreme? I don't know what I was building, but it, yes, it sounds exactly like a Crunchwrap Supreme now. It sounds like a Crunchwrap Supreme. Well, see, you would get it, and you'd be like, "All right, please pull around." Dude, if you know your if you know your menu items, people can order any way they want, and you're like, "Yep, I know what you want." Well, yeah, no, same same for being a barista forever. It was, can I get this? Yes. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Sorry that was a tangent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. We're happy that you listen. We love you. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts because apparently that's the best way to. Um, get the word around that we talk on microphones. We're on Spotify, Pocket Casts, yeah. Yeah. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Uh, if they're still voting for Flavortown, go vote to change the name from Columbus, Ohio to Flavortown or sign the petition. <laughs> yes. And apparently, I will just make sure you're registered to vote. Yes, I vote. Really, well, I don't want to say anything about absentee voting right now because I haven't really looked into it. So I don't want to plug anything, but I do want to say at least make sure you're registered to vote at your address that you currently live at because that is important. It's not a conspiracy. Be the change you want to see. Yes. Thank you. All right, bye. <laughs>